three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Welcome in. It is episode number 131 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, a special guest host we'll talk about in a second. Uh, first, we address this guy. The limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, main event, And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Okay, perhaps that's true. Perhaps all of that is true. But there's something else going on that we need to address as well today. Correct. You, sir, A.J. Francis, yeah. you claim to be the main event of Jobbing Out show. I am. When did we decide we were taping Jobbing Out this week? Uh, Thursday at 12.30. Yeah. When did, we, when, when did we all get together? We gave you a few days' notice on that, right? Like, we all agreed Correct. that was okay. Correct. What yeah, happened Correct. when you woke up this morning? You know, I happen to still be unemployed, and I happen to still have a uh, annual pass to Walt Disney World and to Universal Studios. So I decided to use one, and uh, I realized while I was already at Epcot for the International Food and Wine Festival that uh, we were going to be doing the show around 1230. Yeah, yeah. You just decided you didn't need to be here, huh? No, but here's the thing, though. I am the jet flying. Main event because right now I literally just walked from the United States. I passed Patagonia, and, <laughs> and right now I'm about to be in Australia. Well, that well, is well. If you're walking, are you jet flying? I'm flying from each area. The one after the other, Aaron. Everybody knows that. Ooh, banana and almond Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, AJ just basically blew us off to hang out for the day. That's what happened. That's, he just basically blew true. us off. So, so uh, to pinch hit for him, we said, well, let's call our buddy Sean Creedle for, uh, from MCW and see if he wants to come in and hang out. And Sean, of course, said, I'm happy to be there. Sean, you, uh, thank you for coming in. Um, thank you for having me. Now we said, hey, we're doing the show today at what time did you tell him, Aaron? What time did you tell him we were doing the show? I, I did say get here around 1, to one be fair. Oh, like, yes. Well, because you always go till 12.30. I didn't know how long it would oh, take you, to get AJ. I can only barely yell at him. Yeah, no. Oh, you son of a bitch. You just ruined the whole bit. Oh, yeah. No, no. Well, no, you can yell at him for, for being 10 minutes oh, late. Damn it. And I wasn't even up his 10 phone minutes. For, well, Yes, you were. You were 10 minutes late, and you didn't pick up your phone for food. That's true. Uh, That's true. It's on you. Uh, we it's just put you. that out there? Yep, we're just going to do that. So Sean's, Sean's in here. AJ's on the phone. We're going to talk about what happened on SmackDown with AJ, and then we'll deal with Huge. the rest of the show. Huge. Yeah, um, so I have no idea if we have a guest this week or not. I couldn't tell you. But we didn't know last week, and all of a sudden, Cheeseburger buzzed in. So who knows? You never know what might happen on, on the show. Um, here's the deal. It, uh, it was quite the week, quite the week on SmackDown. They wanted it that way, and they got exactly what they want. Although, weirdly, remember last week when we were talking about how, hey, it's the T-Mobile Arena. They want to do a big show there. They weren't even there. They weren't even at the T-Mobile Arena. They were at the Thomas and Mack Center. 
I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, they always go to UNLV. They didn't last time. Last they time didn't. they, the last couple times they had gone to T-Mobile. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Super weird. But I guess super weird. I guess maybe T-Mobile was being you know, for the fight. Stage, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Probably for the, fight. For the yeah. fight. I don't know, man. It was so weird. Uh, anyway, a lot of stuff happened. Um, I guess let's start with Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon. AJ, I'll begin with you. Your reaction? Uh, amazing. One of the best one-on-one segments with Vince McMahon that we've ever seen. Like, and I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that. I mean, it was really up there with when Austin first start, gave uh, Vince the stunner. Like, up there with those levels of segments. Uh, this guy Vince bled. The hard way. I mean, yes. we don't. I don't know if he was already pre-cut and they already had it planned, but like, I mean, he was gushing. And then he ate a really vicious super kick, and on top of that, uh, bullfrog splash. It was an amazing segment, and it did nothing but propel Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens will be uh, the next heel to win the Universal. Ch- I mean, the, the WWE Championship. The WWE Championship. Presumably, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, it definitely. I don't know if I'd say it's the greatest Vince McMahon segment of all time, no, but no, but I didn't say that. well, you said well, you one put, of the greatest one-on-one. One one Austin, Vincent. that's pretty yeah. big. One of, that one of doesn't mean the greatest. For example, for example, uh, well, how, Steph Curry uh, is one of the, the greatest players in the NBA today, but LeBron James is the greatest. I mean, when fair. he's right, he's right. It, asshole. That, that that is fair. Anyways. What this does is it it solidifies Kevin. Like I think there was some question, you know, does Vince McMahon really is he really one hundred percent behind Kevin Owens? He but, doesn't he doesn't normally fit that Vince image. This says it right here. Yes, but he who would not created? Have, oh, hello. No, no, no don't. Yeah, who, Sean, who, Sean, be a broadcaster. Whenever that happens, created, just move on. Who created that question, though? I mean, who's to say? First of all, Kevin Owens, um, Univer- you know did, Universal you know Champion, did, right? So Kevin Owens was a universal champion, longest reigning still That's right. To That's this right. Day. Let's not forget that. So, I mean, that was a big push. But, yes, to have direct uh, interaction with Vince McMahon like he did, Yeah. I mean, yes, he will be the I'm WWE champion right matter now. time. I'm in Australia right now being assaulted by cranes. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for checking in. Thank you for that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Could, could, the, the, could they assault Kevin Owens is the question. Look, <laughs> man, um... If you if, if you th- I don't think there was a question about Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon. I do think there is something to be said for Vince McMahon willing to do that yeah, for yes. Kevin Owens. So I don't think it was a question as much as it's a statement about just how much clearly Vince McMahon believes in Kevin Owens yeah. that he was willing to to work that for him. And um, I think that's what it was. It wasn't that does Vince you know not like him. The question was how much does Vince like him? And but I don't, but I, don't, I think you're you're still trying to make it a question. I don't think there was ever a question. Right. I don't think there was ever a question ever. about. How, how much Vince like Kevin Owens? I think the the only thing it did was as a statement. Because I like you this much, mm-hmm. I'm willing to do this because I'm this sold into you. But well, I don't think there was well, any Glenn, question. You didn't, Glenn, you're missing out. But if the, the thing is, is because you know internet wrestling fans like Aaron, uh, when you go from being the longest reigning Universal Champion ever to immediately in another title picture, which is the hottest viewed at in the company at the time when he was with Jericho, you know that's. That's presumably because he hates you, you know? When you go from the, the best title that they have immediately into the hottest feud, it's because Vince hates you. That's why it's typically the way Look, it works. Th- this is semantics here, yeah. but there's a difference between putting him on the same, you know, putting him in the same breath as getting a segment that Austin got, that Shawn Michaels got, that Triple H got, that CM Punk got, versus being, you know, a guy we really like versus an all-time guy who gets this rub. The Only the all-time yeah. guys get this rub, and I 
think that there's at least willing to say, I didn't know before this whether Vince McMahon viewed him as an all-time guy. I think that's fair to say. I mean, I, I think that's... That's a completely different argument. And, but, but that's yeah. all I'm saying right now is because of this segment, Kevin Owens is now he, viewed as a, an all-time guy. He's on the short list of people who got their hands on Vince McMahon. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think that's a totally different thing. I mean, I think there's a lot of semantics involved in this, so I'm not going to keep going down this road. We can move on and talk about something else. Oh, oh the guy the guy who wants to talk about uh, the difference between the greatest and one of the greatest... He's going to be mad I'm talking semantics? Oh, okay. Um, wait, did Uh-oh. I say that? <laughs> no, I was, talking, I was talking to Aaron. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a second. What the hell? Uh, okay. Man, it's hard for me to remember everything that we thought about. <laughs> the moral of the story is that it was. It was. I think there's any. if anybody's making any other argument that this was a tremendous moment for Kevin Owens. Um, I, the only thing that I'm worried about with Kevin Owens is that, like, I, I think it's harder to keep the heel heat on him than they realize it is. I think that he is is another one of those guys that people like so much as a performer that it's it's one thing like beating up Vince McMahon even though he's 80 years old I know we like we're supposed to mean that that makes it a heel thing but this is still Vince McMahon yeah. we're talking about that was the weird thing but, about it, especially with Stephanie coming out which I'll get to in a few minutes here but is, yeah, is that she I guess she was supposed to also be a face in that situation yeah, but they're not faces like that that's the weird part about like they're part of the the McMahon the evil McMahons, right? Like, they're not... I get that Shane has been positioned as a face. I understand. Right. Successfully positioned and, and as a face. And technically, Vince was representing Shane. So right. it kind of moved him to the other side of the But spectrum. we haven't... Everything we've known of Vince is he's a heel. Right. And he shows but, up one time, and he's supposed to be over as a face. But when the heel beats up the heel, he becomes a bigger heel. It's a, I, I get that in theory it all works that way. I don't think it's as simple as that. I don't think it's that simple. I think that Kevin Owens has to keep – look, I think they're going to get him over as a heel because Kevin Owens is a great heel. Yes. I think they have to keep having him do underhanded things. Not Like the truth is the underhanded things he was doing at the beginning of the show were fucking hilarious. They were amazing. Right. Him talking about having uh, a Byron and Tom Phillips wearing the same suit. Which is so true, by the way. It's, I, want, I want Jimmy Jacobs to get no, a limo to the show and, every time. And listen, I like both of them, but they are literally the same person on the mm-hmm. microphone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he called it out because as a commentator, I've, that's the one thing I recognize. Those two are the same. Thank God for Corey Graves being there. But the point of all of this is that those things were fucking – Is that I – and is that now that you guys are wondering, I'm in Haiti, but continue. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Thank you. Please give our best to everyone there. Is Wyclef nearby? A bumba clap. It's kind of – Oh. No, stop. Stop doing that. John. I didn't do anything. No, no, you're not doing anything. It's stop reacting and panicking. I can get it back in two seconds, okay? <laughs> oh, guys, I'm sorry. I left Haiti. I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> wow, you moved quick. That's a quick trip. That's a really quick trip. Really? Now I understand. How, how are the hobbits down there? Can you give me a kangaroo? All right. Uh, I didn't see many of them. They all, well, the ones I did see, they're all in Disney princess outfits. <laughs> I mean, that's weird. All right, anyway. <laughs> So we go through this. We go through the, the – look, it's awesome, and we'll see where it goes. Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, we all knew that. That part was the part we all knew was coming. Aaron, I know you're going to say the same thing that you said last week, and I actually agree with you on this, which is what? I, I wish it wasn't it, – it couldn't be so telegraphed so easily. I wish there had been more to the story than just this is going to lead directly to, to – Vince's arrival was what led directly to Kevin Owens, Shane. I think there was well, – the, the, Wait, the why do you was, say that this happened so quickly, though? This has been building for three, well, four Well, no, months. I mean as, as, as soon as we heard Vince McMahon is coming – Sean didn't listen to the show last week. Right. Sean never listens right. to the show. My, I think so last week true. I said as soon – we know what's going to happen. He's going to come out. I actually expected it to be uh, Kevin Owens who demanded the match, and by the end of the night that match happened, but it, it ended up being Vince dictating the match, which – if, if it Well, if it wasn't for the big – 
you know, reveal, I would have said, man, that kind of looked Owens, you know, make, made Owens look a little weak. Obviously, they immediately right. rectified that right. situation, so I'm not going to complain about that. But yeah, it would have been fun to string this out for another week or two. I mean, uh, what are you ordering Dude, they got right tickets now, to sell, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm in Canada, and I'm ordering a Canadian cheddar cheese soup. There you go. With a there, there you go. That sounds good. He's that sounds quick. That sounds good. Um... Look, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you, and I wish they... Oh, like, I mean, I have no problem with it overall. If I could if I could tweak it a little bit, yeah, that's what I would have done. The show, the show dragged out really well. The, all of the, what the, the, the Kevin Owens show angle was wonderful. It yes. was yes. wonderful. May they do every show but, like that from now on. By the way, don't overlook the fact that Sami Zayn will be a part of this. I think... I'm, I'm saying I, I'm jumping the gun here. I think he interferes in that Hell in a Cell and turns heel. I mean, I think we've been I talking about that for a long time. They have been building, and it's a slow build. And they, and he drops his name here and there, and he sees him backstage. I think at Hell in a Cell, that's the payoff, and he screws Shane. All right, before AJ goes to enjoy his Canadian soup, we'll, we'll let, what, what else do you want to get in your thoughts on from this week, and then we'll move on, and you can enjoy your soup. Um, can we talk a little, First of all, I'm already enjoying it because people at Disney work. Absolutely incredibly fast. Hmm. But on top of that, I want to talk about how great that damn Sin City street fight was between the New Day and the Usos. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. What did you think it was going to be, though? Right. That's what, that's what was, I said that on Twitter. I said, it's funny because I already knew the match was going to be incredible right. before the match, and it was still able to make me feel all the goodness inside uh-huh. that it should. And it's because, like I said on Twitter, those two teams are two of the top three teams in the past decade that we have seen. And the only other team that I put in their, in their level is the Shield. And I actually would put the Shield over both of them, obviously. But that, that is the level of those two teams, that, how they have been performing for the past decade. And it was amazing to see that, and I can't wait for them to do Hell in a Cell. I pray that the rematch is Hell in a Cell. Let me ask you, do you mind that the championship switched hands again? Did that matter to you? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I, I think it's very clear at this point that their New Day is making a run at the Dudleys. They, they want that to be a thing. They've mentioned it several times, so I think, where are they at, nine? Dudleys are at nine. So, so they got to get ten in order to pass. Yeah, I mean, and... And that it'll take a little while, but if you which you know, is weird considering Devon works for him, so there's no heat there. No heat, but I think they like the idea of having you know they're they're doing it with the Miz right now, bringing up True. that he's about to pass at all. Jericho, they, yeah. they they like the idea that someone current, someone we can build around, is the record holder. We can use that. We can market it. All that stuff. So, no, I, so at this point, Sasha's going to hit like twelve. Not to range. not to sound like uh, Aaron, but aren't they already the longest reigning tag champs ever? Yes. I don't yes. know yes. if they really need. To have it's not about need. No, no, it's not about need. It's about no. this. Is, the WWE likes doing this. They prefer. They want and records to be held by current. They always okay. want their current performers to have something. It's not really even about we hate this person, so we need to erase well, them from the record. Who's going to be the guy that breaks uh, uh, Bruno San Martino's record? That's what no, I mean. that, well, no, that might be a little listen. trickier. <laughs> and, 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 but, 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 fans, when Punk, but when Punk, they did make you know after a certain the last time, quarter they, century, exactly, yeah. they made sure to. To structure it so he could break a record. But here's the thing: like, yeah. it seems like they don't care about like the actual number of days. Like for them, more the multiple times that you hold it seems to be more important. Well, that's but that's what I was talking about was the reigns. That's what they're right. going for right now. So I could yeah. see this going back and forth. Whether it's always the Usos or whether someone else comes and they go back and forth, I could see this going on for quite a while here. 
Uh, what else do you do? You want to get off your chest, AJ? Um, I love how Italia threw Naomi's legs after she tapped out, like Brett would. That was like such a small thing to me. That was so yeah. cool. Like just that moment where she, after she knows that she tapped, and she just throws her legs off. Like that's what Brett used to do after he got somebody. Yeah, he did. And that was an amazing moment for me. I, I, I literally like I popped for it. Was a good match. And I like uh, everything they worked in, with, especially with Ellsworth and Carmella. And by the way, Ellsworth is definitely going to get that dog collar over. Yeah, it'll work. Half the roster. That'll work. You're right. And <laughs> and um and and when she threw the legs like that, I literally popped. Like that was one of the biggest pops of the night for me. Um, do you want to say anything about the fact that Jinder Mahal cut the best promo of his career? I mean, he he did. It was great. Not only did he cut the best, not only did he cut the best promo of his career, but he shut up anybody. Who said that he didn't deserve it? Still, even though you know, it's like, oh well, he shouldn't have had the belt, even though he's had a good reign. Blah 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 blah. He's not a real main eventer because he can't cut promos, he can't do all that. He shut everybody up. Look, I mean, at, least for, at least for a week until next week when you guys say he sucks about something. Else. Well, I mean, you know, I yeah. haven't been that guy. Let's Please. let's slow down on that. Yokozuna never cut a promo. He had the title for over a year. Um, gender cut a tremendous promo on SmackDown this week. It was excellent. It was, and, he, and, and all I kept thinking about the entire time he did it was how you guys always say, uh, if a heel's not lying, is he really a heel? Yeah, and everything, he, everything yeah. he said, he was like, These people, when you were the belt, they're gonna look at you, they're gonna say you look different, they're gonna look at you, ask you, uh, say you look like Pikachu. That was uh, a really great line. Oh, my God. It was a really great Which line. It was such a funny line. Oh, like, it was I tremendous. I literally popped so much for it. I don't blame you. It was wonderful. No, I it, I thought – I literally walked away from that saying, that's the that's the best promo he's ever yeah, cut. I, I was I was concerned about it when it first started and they were just doing, like, the making fun of the face thing. But as it progressed, yeah, that was a fantastic promo. It was excellent. It was really, um, really excellent. If you guys are wondering, the beer in Scotland is amazing. Mm, good. I'm glad to see you made it to Scotland. Glad to see that you're there now. Just moving right along. I'm, 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 I'm already on my way out. I'm about to have a about to probably get a pumpkin spice chai tea milkshake in Ireland. Really, dude? I don't are are, are you a white girl? Is your man? <laughs> like, your man card is gone. Well, who says it's man card? It's it? 2017, Sean. I Come mean, on, I mean, we still I mean, do. Here's the thing, though. I don't really care about man cards because I can beat pretty much anybody up in a fight. So that's cool. He does have that. Why are you so? He does have man? that, Why sir. Why so serious? Uh, anything else you want? <laughs> anything else you want to hit up? Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I want to hit up the fact that you know who you saw at the main event uh, at the May Young Classic, and guess who you're going to see at NXT for the next month too? Because I'm one of the tapings tonight. Oh, so if you guys want to know. Uh, what happens? Just text me and I'll let you know. I don't want to know what happens. We have a very specific no. rule about that and, on this show, and Nick. I've, I've got friends who can move the camera to a different spot. You so. Stop. You stop. You're trying no, to one-up no, the no, man. No, oh, move it away. No, 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 if he... He's I, saying move it away from him, right? Yeah, I'm oh, going to move it no, 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 I can move it away. Get further away from him. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, if people have not picked up OTA yet, what do they need to do? Uh, go to my Twitter or my Instagram at AJFrancis410. Um, or uh, go on the YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash AJFrancis410. Every song is on the YouTube page. You can hear the whole album on there. If you go to my Twitter page or my Instagram page, the links will be there to Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. You can also just look up OTA, and it will come right up. Um, it's been a dope process. Everybody's loved it. I've had opportunities to, uh, about to go on the radio in Orlando to promote it. I might actually be about to go on a little Florida tour Hitting Tampa, Jacksonville, and and Daytona, and Tallahassee, Miami, 
Orlando. So uh, it's a good time. It's a, it's, a, it's a super good time. And guess what? I also get to go to Disney World whenever I want. Mm. So that's really cool, too. Mm. Yeah, like perhaps, for, for example, maybe when you're supposed to be doing your, uh, your show. Like maybe that could be when you choose to go to Disney World. Correct. <laughs> All right. At AJ Francis 410 on Twitter, Francis Sports Academy as well. Uh, we will talk to you next week, pal. All right. All right, brother. Appreciate you guys. AJ Francis, the main event. All right. So appreciate AJ hopping on. I don't, I, 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 like, I know I should be angrier at him than I am. Like, I really should be pretty pissed that we scheduled the show right. and he just woke up and was like, I'm going out today and just completely effing for We're going to it. Disney World. God, he's a dick. <laughs> All right, um, so let's anything- – I, I want to I bring up something that I intentionally waited for AJ to go because I know he just – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. Okay. Uh, what were your thoughts of Stephanie McMahon showing up? Yeah, I thought it was weird. I, mean, I don't I've- like it. Uh, here's the thing with Stephanie, and I, I say this all the time when she appears. You can't do anything to her now in 2017. So unless she's interacting with another female, it's really weird in 2017 – to interact with another male. Well, it's, it's not just that. I, I, we have a problem where she's supposed to be the general manager of Raw. She's not the general manager of Raw because she's supposedly at home taking care of injuries and stuff. That was the storyline. Now, How is she showing up on SmackDown? Uh, understand, she didn't show up on SmackDown as an authority figure. She showed up on SmackDown simply out of concern as for her, her, do- her father. As the daughter. But yeah. it's- now, and that's, they, they, had plant, they had planted the seed that she was in attendance for the Mae Young Classic. Right. right. Like but the Mae Young Classic op- and, and NXT operate under a I, different I universe. I understand that, than- but they had addressed it on SmackDown. Right, they promoted she- all night long. So they had showed that she was there. So it, I don't think it's as paper thin as you're making it out to be. I don't think it's absurd that she couldn't have been there to support her father when her father got his ass kicked. Now – I think you have to address it though. If you're going to go somewhere. If it was nothing other than her simply showing concern for her father, I don't think you ever have to address it. She's there. She's in attendance in the building. Her father just got his ass beat. Her elderly father yes. just got his right. ass beat by a performer. And, I don't think there's anything And there wrong. is a way to address it. What do you mean? As far as the Kevin Owens, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, no, I, I, I'm talking well, about I think that's why. The, que- the well, question is, are you planning on going are somewhere? Are you planning on going with it or near not? that? My, but my bigger question is, if she, you know, she looked fine. She didn't look injured or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if she is fine enough to be there and, and looking fine, why isn't she on Raw? I mean, as I, a story, and and I know, I know the answer is she was at the May Young Classic. That's in reality, but I do think that you raise a big storyline question. That that was a storyline we've been ask, asking about once a month. Here is where is Stephanie? Why isn't she here? What's going on? And for her to show up is a little weird. Maybe this is how she makes her return back to and, Raw, and that's well, the I mean, thing. And, and in in getting revenge against Kevin Owens, what event do we have that's coming up? Survivor Series, exactly. Correct. Yes, and and if that's the way to do it, good. I just I, – I don't like the idea of not acknowledging it at all because I, I think I, that's a significant thing. Again, I think it's very thin. I don't – there can be a – you can easily paint a picture where there's a world of difference between showing up to watch a show and actually being in a mind uh, – a frame of mind where you can run well, a but, show. But then, Those two then things I, are then very I'd, different. Then I want them to paint that picture. But I, I – OK. I'm, I'm not saying that's the end of the world if they, if they did. I mean I would have no problem with them doing that. I think that this is – I don't think that anything that you've suggested doesn't fit within the realm of reasonability. I don't think there's anything that you have painted that doesn't – all of this is reasonable. Now, what's unreasonable, if next week suddenly she has a role on SmackDown where she's involved with Kevin Owens and she's not showing up on Raw, that's unreasonable. Right. That doesn't work. You have, to, you have to dot those I's and cross those T's. Showing that someone was in attendance already and then having them come out to show concern for their father, nothing so far has made it so that it's particularly weird. Nothing of that is – there's nothing wrong with it. But 
If you're planning on going somewhere else from there, then I would tend to agree. If this was just nothing other than one time, she's there. We've already painted the picture that she's here. Again, her elderly father just got his ass kicked. She's concerned about that. She's going to come show him concern. Yes, she happened to be at SmackDown and not at Raw. Is it weird that they haven't addressed Stephanie McMahon at all on Raw? And that's part of it. That part is a little bit weird. They've never brought her up. That They've sort of pretended like she just doesn't exist any longer. That's a little bit weird that there's been no... Um, like you've never had Kurt mention something like, you know, I was I was talking to Stephanie earlier, and Stephanie has some ideas, something like that. That's never come up. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird that it's just never come up whatsoever. But this isn't to me the the crux of that. The the fact that she showed up and showed concern for her father and character on on SmackDown. I just. Tying those two things together, that it's weird they haven't acknowledged, addressed it at all on Raw, and she shows up on SmackDown as Stephanie McMahon, the character. Even even if it was for concern, that it was, you know, Stephanie McMahon, the character, I do feel there needs to be some address. Well, I mean, Maybe I they address it this week. And, and that's and the if, thing, yeah. If they had addressed her before Tuesday, her impact of her showing up would not have been as big as it was when she walked out in Kevin Owens' face right. on Tuesday night. I mean, and I guess the question then becomes, why did they, you know, other than, you didn't really need to sell a moment with her coming out there. That no, wasn't, the moment already existed. The moment already existed. So what, so is the, are they planning something with, are they planning Owens Triple H? Are they planning, you know, could be something. Very possible. I yeah, think Owens something Triple H like is extremely logical, unfortunately. I don't, I'm not, I don't want Owens Triple H because that smells to me like something else that Kevin Owens could be doing. It smells to me if they're doing Owens Triple H, they're doing it at WrestleMania. Right. And that. And at if it drags out that long, that means he's not. At WrestleMania, I want Kevin Owens doing something else. Yep. You know, like that's just where I'm at. Yep. Um, all that being said, it's never – no one's ever been hurt by the fact that they were working with Triple H. That's right. never been something that's hurt someone. It's one of the reasons why CM Punk left, isn't it? Um, well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's something. That was WrestleMania 30, and he said, yep. no, yep. thank you. I'm, I'm good. Right. But there was also – it had a lot to do with what they weren't doing with CM well, Punk. Well, very and, true. And, and, and look – and CM Punk may not be 100% right in his assessment. Yeah, that, that <laughs> There's also the, the bit of an issue where, like, are you doing the same thing? Are you doing the – It's. I guess it's a little bit different because this time you would be positioning Triple H which as the, the face. face. Again, which is which, a little weird. Which, no, but it feels like what happened with Randy Orton, right? How so? When, when Triple H had to become the face to defend the family because he's the only one that could. If Shane – well, at the time, Shane wasn't there. Right. And that was weird. Yeah, right. I mean, that, that was really weird. Anything when it, with Triple yeah. H as a face is weird. It's also weird because like nobody wants to acknowledge the fact that Triple H. We still make it seem like he's a credible threat, and he all he ever does is lose. Like I mean, the, he beat Sting. Come on, right? He did yeah. beat Sting. I guess it's true. And he did win a Royal Rumble. I do. Uh, yeah, he, he was champion not that long ago. Yeah, I do That's have to right. bring that up. Um, look, all of these things. I, we will see where they go. I think if it's Stephanie McMahon showing up on SmackDown, it's a bigger problem. I don't think that's where they're going with that. I don't think so either. Um, um, now they do also have to address the fact that like there's, did did somebody unsuspend Shane McMahon? Yes. Yeah, he said he said He's, I you know did I'm, he use the words lifted the suspension? Yes. I, he, I don't remember. That. Yeah, he okay. said he's yeah he did, he very he said. Uh, indefinite suspension, but I'm bring, you know he's coming he's like, back. No, coming that, back. that part's totally different. Like, what? is he coming back just to wrestle that match, or is he back as general manager? No, he's back as general. I manager. think he's back. He didn't specifically That's, say that. I don't remember him saying he that. Did, he didn't specifically say that, no, but the uh, the, I think the, the implication. The implication yeah. that's was, a, those are two hugely oh, different I, things. He said I didn't take him away as a, as a punishment. Right, I you took said, him okay, away well, to get him away from you. Well, for and not what, finishing and, the job. And finishing the job, right. 
but what I'm saying is there's two different things. That's a that's a huge there's a world of difference between the two, right? Right. Like because if you're Kevin Owens, you say, Well, if I win, I don't want him there. You know what I mean? Like you want me to do this match, it's fine, but if I win, I want Shane McMahon gone, something along those lines. There's some it's a lot of little things that, that are sort of not addressed. Let's follow up on your little thing. Let's uh-huh. assume that's exactly what he said. And then let's follow up on what Aaron said about why Stephanie was there. Can you see Vince switching the two? Yeah, of course, absolutely. And putting Stephanie on SmackDown and putting Shane. I could one hundred percent see that happening. I could a hundred percent see Kevin Owens winning the match and saying, "Well, now you have to deal with her." Right. Yep. And and Shane shows up on on Raw the following and, week, and then you have a, a new dynamic between Stephanie and Daniel Bryan. Hopefully, it wouldn't go exactly like the McFoley thing, but right. it, it's absolutely yeah. when we were His- saying the whole. Shane Daniel Bryan thing has gotten a little stale. It's just two guys you like. Yeah. You know, like, hey. And hey, so, did Stephanie plan this with Kevin Owens? That's actually, that was my big thing. Is this going to end up being like, you you could pinch it in a way where this is a Triple H Kevin Owens led coup. Sure. Absolutely right. you could. There's a million things you could go with from here. I just, all these things are interesting to me. And, and look, we all know it's great when Vince is around. We all know it's that. Professional wrestling is better in those and, circumstances. And by the way, biggest rating since WrestleMania for SmackDown. Yes. Well, that's. Be- oh, I don't know if you know this. That's because Jinder Mahal well, ruined the company. Exactly. Ah. He ruined uh, professional wrestling. Not sure if you had heard that, but Jin- it's, it's I all heard Jinder- that a few times. Jinder Mahal's fault. The mm-hmm. reason that we're in this position. All right. Anything else from SmackDown? Um. Did you think? I know you didn't like the Dolph Ziggler thing last week. Do you think it got? Yeah. I thought the first one was hilarious. You know what I mean? Like the way they use it at first when he popped out as Shane McMahon. Oh I, yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. Like now, I I also hated it because I know it meant they were doing more of it. I said this last week. For one week, you want to do this to make they, there was no more point to be made. Right. He's just playing dress up now. That's all he's doing. There's, it, he's made his point. More more and more, this is screaming to me that just the whole like, you know, Lance Storm, you don't respect me, so I'm going to respond by showing you. Nothing like you know. Yeah, when, it's when, like, where's when it going? Exactly. Like, and what's the point? What's the point of trying to get across here? There's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. What is? How did Dolph Ziggler dressing? Dolph Ziggler dressing up as Bailey do anything other than have Dolph Ziggler dress up as Bailey? I, and and like, I don't know how much of this because I know he's trying to work as an actor and a comedian, all those things, and maybe he's influenced. I just none of this is working. I I can't believe that that you think that someone playing dress up is a is a great thing for their character or a great thing for that performer or anything. It's just not. There's nothing there. But the Shane McMahon thing, obviously, yeah. was hilarious. In that in that moment, it was really funny. And then that should have been where, where he came back out to cut a promo. He should have been ready to move on. Like, okay, I laid the foundation last week, which was I didn't like. I thought it was dumb. But at least you could say, hey, I was laying a foundation for this. I was trying to make a point. Well, you made your point. I, I think I know where it's going, though, especially because he, he really this week he harped on the shallow entrance, the shallow entrance. Yeah. It's leading to Ziggler Rude. Oh, okay. I mean, Which, you know, I, I'm all in for that. Yeah, I don't sure. agree with the way they're going with it. But, you know, that's yeah, what it's yeah, going to get us. I hear you. I hear you. Um, okay. Is that it? That it for SmackDown? Um, well. Go ahead. Well, a little thing. What about Zack Ryder? What do you think is going on with him? I mean, they've been teasing that for forever. I don't yeah, even know I, if anybody cares. I, that's I, what... I, that's, I feel like it's a thing to do a thing. It's it's not really. They don't have any Should they break plans. that team up? I feel like that they shouldn't break that team up. I don't necessarily disagree. I I worry that they don't know what they're doing. Well, I mean, I think that they, they don't care about Zack Ryder. That, that's the thing. I, I don't think it's they necessarily 
Like, I think they're planning on maybe breaking them up, but I don't think it's going to really lead to anything for either I think they would like to have – I think they, in a perfect world, they'd like to have something more for Mojo, right? Like, I do. I think because, look, he's got famous friends. He's got right. – he can get uh, pop culture attention. I think they want to have more for Mojo. I just don't think they do. I don't think – and, and it sucks because we all love him, but I think that if they do this, it's similar to – the breaking up Enzo and Cass. There's nothing there's there. There's nothing. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing. There's just, there's nothing. So you think winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is going to be the height for Mojo? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's it's hard to say that now because I, I don't, based on what I see, right? I, I think they would love to have him be a star. Mm-hmm. I don't think they know how to make him a star. I don't think they have the path. I think that they are stuck on bro and bro, and that just ends really quickly. Like, it, I think you need to undergo a little bit of a, a char- character change to let him find what, you know, really works. Yeah. I mean, just coming out and being a ball of energy is cool, right? Like It's, it's fun. It's fun for a short time. It's, it's a fun thing in a certain part of the card. It's well, not, and that's the were. It's always tried to be Warrior, but it's Warrior doesn't work anymore. Right. Oh, well. No, that's true. It's true. <laughs> true. He's yeah. right. No, you're right. Um, You know, I... If they do it, look, I, I'm off. I'm not got no problem with them doing it because it's not going to hurt. I don't think it's going to hurt Mojo. I think it would hurt Zach. I don't think they. I just don't think they care about Zach Ryder. Um, and so I think that would just sort of be the end for him. I think for Mojo, it would be more of a, okay, great, now you've done it. Now how is he not Apollo Cruz? Right. That's the. I, they didn't know. They had no idea what to do with Apollo Cruz. They didn't have a clue. There was nothing there. He looks awesome. He looks like a fucking million dollars, and they, they can't get anything from they him. They brought him up too early. He wasn't ready. But he, they didn't. They didn't know what to do. They just brought no. him up, and it was like, well, you you guys love him, right? Because he smiles. Yeah. And that's it. That's all they had. Is he smiles? That's it. Yeah, they had nothing there. to work with from there. They didn't know how to make it a character, and it's I. I worry that that they won't know what to do with Mojo either. I just worry they haven't known what to do with Mojo. They haven't been able to figure it out. The only thing they figured out is, well, Rob Gronkowski is going to be at, at WrestleMania, so, so let's. So to that point, you think he's in David Otunga territory? I think it's a little bit because I, I I do remember back when he was first training, like you had guys like Jr. coming out of the training center and saying Mojo Rawley could be the next superstar yeah. in the WWE. So if they put him on that John Cena path, yeah. Yeah, like it was it was something where they definitely it was beyond the Gronkowski thing it was they they saw something in him they well, saw the, the athleticism yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the, a look he has he a... has the look he has the charisma and he has the athleticism it's just right. you got to put that all in the right package together yeah i don't think they figured that out all right we'll grab a break here when we come back in we'll get into raw uh i'm uh, glenn he's aaron and he's sean creedle in for aj this week it is jobbing out working as part of a team is strong working with a team of more than a million soldiers is army strong join the u.s army and train in one of more than 150 career fields that's more options than any other military branch visit your local army recruiter or log on to goarmy.com for more they're strong and then there's army strong paid for by the united states army money for college more than 150 career paths, up to $40,000 signing bonus. Visit GoArmy.com slash 40K bonus. Back in here on Jobbing Out, segment number two, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Sean Creedle from MCW, in for AJ, as we are going to jump into Raw here in segment number two. Um, 
look, I know that the story isn't Oscar, but because we came back with Oscar's music, Aaron, let's touch on that. Um, look, we talked about it last week. This was the logical place for her. We now know it's where she's going to be. Um, it almost makes it seem like it kind of has to be Asuka and Nia Jax at some point very soon. Yeah, I mean, the, the only question is when exactly is she showing up? There's right. still the question about the possible injury, which we still don't know really if it's real or not. I, or if it, I, I, my, my, my hunch is that yeah. it is real. But there, there were enough things there to make it at least a question. Um, the timing was great for them, as it turned out. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'd be surprised if we don't get Nia, Asuka sometime either at rumble or at mania yeah i would I, I think that it has to be you know it's funny i say it has to be at mania it doesn't have to be no but, because they want to put as many women as they and can that's in there. and that well and i don't like that either but uh, you, know, you know they're I going think, to i know how well there has to be at least two spots two matches for women well i know but there should be more is the point like i don't I, what i what i hate there's going to be what i no, well, you don't know that what i hate that they do is they tend to do the thing where they say let's throw 12 women in one match and now let's throw 12 women in another match. Like, th- that's just what they do, and it drives me effing nuts. It drives me insane when they do that type of thing. But you know um, they're going to. I'd like to hope that maybe at some point that, I, my, that somehow that changes. My hunch, if I had to guess right now what the Raw women's title involves, it's going to invi- involve Asuka, Nia. Mm-hmm. It's probably a five-way. I don't think so. With, with uh, Sasha, Bailey, and Alexa. I don't think so. I think they look at it as we've done that the last two years, and we can't do that again. But they've done it forever. So what are you going to do? Okay, let, let's, say, let's say it's Nia Asuka for the title, which everyone would love, of course. Yes. What are you doing with Bailey and Sasha? I mean, if actually, they, Bailey and Sasha might be involved with the four horsewomen That's going to be horsewomen so versus horsewomen. If, if, if they hold that off until Mania, then yeah, then you can get away with the single. But then what are you doing with Alexa? I, well, get, there's a long way to go, man. Right. There's a long way to go. But I'm just the saying. The moral of the story is sure. it's going to be Asuka, and that's a good thing. In the meantime, in the meantime, this thing where they, like, had Alexa – I don't know what to make of the Alexa-Naya thing where, like, Naya wrecks Alexa, and then Alexa just wants to go back and, and be, be friends again. Like, that's a little bit weird, and that's a little bit – it's one thing to try to play this card of she's conniving, right? I, I think that's what they were going for. And that's mm-hmm. fine, but it's one thing to be conniving. It's a completely different thing for someone to kick your ass <laughs> and then to try to go back to them and be like, I know I made mistakes. Like, at some point, you have to have an ounce of pride. You know what I mean? Like, as a, as a champion, at some point, you have to be willing to say, like, no, you beat me up. I, I'm not going down that road. I just I, – it's a fine line between – between heel and worthless, you know, like, and that was the fine line that you're walking when you're having Alexa apologize, even if you're trying to do it in the the, the scope of I'm I'm trying to, to set it up so I can stab you in the back. It's a fine line, man. It's just weird. It's just a weird road to walk down. And it's also weird because I still don't really know who else is supposed to be a face here. It's a really weird. Right they, now there's only one. Right. Like, it's a really weird circumstance they painted. Instead of just doing what they could have done, which is just have Alexa face Naya, you don't have to make either one of them a face. You don't have to make either one of them a heel. But there was a logical reason to do it. Instead of going down that road, having her blow off a rematch with Sasha to set something up there, they decided to go this route. I don't I, – I don't – it's just weird. It's just weird and unnecessary. Okay, yeah. great, great observations. Wonderful. Appreciate I mean, it. I, I was Best color say- analyst in baseball. <laughs> 
the uh, what what you're saying about kind of Alexa, the the chicken shit heel, like it's not something we haven't seen in wrestling before. We've seen oh, it I where know. people get their asses kicked, and then because they get their asses kicked so badly, they throw everything they can at the wall, and sometimes it actually works. And if it works here, well, then all of a sudden Alexa looks a little bit better. If you know, if it works, even if it's only for a few weeks, probably won't go that way. Right. But um, you know, like this isn't unprecedented or even uncommon in wrestling. So I'm not I'm not nearly. As down on it as you are. I don't know. I, it, it, it doesn't work for me for Alexa. Like, Alexa, I don't think for her character, being chicken shit works the same way. Because of her stature, it does work, though. Yeah. That That's the thing. Like, this is a natural – this is a – if you are tiny, you're facing a monster, you're a heel, the idea that you would try to – Talk your way out of it somehow. Try to outsmart her. Yeah, I, is, I, is the way to go. I I understand that. I think you got to show it. This week, it did not feel as though that was what was going on. It didn't feel as though they were showing anything to make it look like they were outsmarting her in some way. Like it just looked like her being completely but, chicken shit. I mean, if, if like, next week, if all of a sudden Naya hesitates on attacking, or if Naya because, focuses because on she the thinks other they're two, friends again, I understand. I. That also doesn't really work for Naya. Why did you destroy the chick to begin with? If all she had to do was come back and say. Well, I want to be friends again. You know, like, come on, man. Well, no, I mean, I you can't paint it that she's totally done with, you know, like she's not going to attack Alex anymore. But you can paint it in the way that she's going to focus on Emma and yeah, Sasha. Yeah, I think, I think it's a dicey I, I think the issue, the issue I have is they shouldn't, like, sit next to each other and all this other stuff. I mean, if there's going to be tension, let there be tension. They all want the championship. One person has it. So why are they friends when you want the ch- what? What that person has. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. What's what's changed? What has changed between now and when you decided to chuck her onto the the floor of the, or the mat of the ring? Right. What has changed between now and then? Uh, you could make the case that what has changed is that there are. It's not just now. Naya thought that by attacking her, she'd get a one-on-one shot with Alexa. There's now two more women involved. You could paint the picture that it's a convoluted painter, it, picture to paint. It's a convoluted painting, but you could make that case. Um, there are bigger things, obviously, that happened on Raw this week, starting with the fact that uh, the Brock Lesnar got tossed around like a rag doll. Yes. Um, which we've seen with, a little bit. Like, yeah. there's been a little bit of a willingness to do that type of thing. And that usually means? That he wins, exactly. typically. Typically, that's what he mean, what it He's means. He's not getting his ass kicked now, no, so he gets his ass of kicked course, later. Of course not. You, I hear you say that. I think there could be something different with Braun. It would not I stun me. Here's why I say it's different, because... Like, when they held off on the physicality between Lesnar and Goldberg, Goldberg destroyed Lesnar in the match. But when Lesnar gets – when somebody gets physical with him, be it Big Show or whoever I, – I understand that, but Big Show was never beating – you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's a different – it's very clear how in they are on Braun Strowman. It's well, very true. clear that he is a superstar right now. Should he be the champion right now? Well, I, absolutely I'd say yes. should be the champion. There's I'd a, say yes. I don't think I, – I don't – I don't think it's happening until next summer. Um, I, and, and that's not me saying that it, it shouldn't happen until next summer. But I, I, I think, you know, you're, if, if... You're w- saying, can that guy go into WrestleMania no, as no, no. a universal champion? Oh, I think he could. I think he can't, could. I think he should. I think, that, you know, I've been ranting the past few weeks about this guy is the number one guy in your company. And you can position him as a heel or a face. And I think he can get the job done. But I think more and more, I'm, I'm starting to see the, the dominoes fall. If Lesnar beats Braun here, I, I think we're staring down Lesnar reigns at WrestleMania. And so if that's the case, then Strowman's not winning the title till well after WrestleMania, which yeah. puts it into the summer. And you're assuming Reigns beats John Cena. 
I, I think actually it doesn't matter if he does it or not because I think – Yeah, could, Roman Reigns can always get back into that. You, well, you can, you can paint a picture that this is going to be a redemption arc for him, that he uh, lost to John Cena, He you know, and then he – Well, I think you're also up. painting a picture where Braun Strowman – there couldn't be another Lesnar-Strowman match between now and then. Uh, I think that if you're going to do that, I would just have him win here. I wouldn't have Strowman lose and then, then regain. I would just have him straight up win. I – I hear you. I don't think it's a bad idea because you're dealing with Monday nights and you're dealing with it being the wrong time of year. I don't think it would be a bad idea to have Strowman win, to have him then drop the title at a pay-per-view between now and the Royal Rumble. And at the Royal Rumble, that be the blow-off between Strowman and Lesnar. Have Lesnar win that if you're trying to set up Lesnar reigns so that Strowman has become a champion. He's established himself in that realm, in that territory of the world. You can still have him doing amazing shit. You can have him getting angrier Um, because maybe it was that Lesnar, he got screwed over in the process, something along those lines. You could start positioning him as a face in the process. And I have no problem with that. I I was just – I was working this – if he does not win at No Mercy, I don't see him. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tough sell, right? It's a real tough sell if he doesn't win at No Mercy. Um, Look, I – I think there really, I think there are a lot of questions. I do think long term, I mean, it's pro, it's problematic to have somebody that big also be a, a face. Like that's really, it's really tough to to. to there's no sympathy. You, there's no. You, you have to paint him as an not in the same way. An but, anti-hero. But, well, yeah, the anti-hero, the chaotic face. You know, the in, right. in the Austin vein. Not, right. Obviously, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Very different, but in that vein, that he can do what a, he's not going to. Right. He's follow just. The, he's just awesome. He's yes. just everything he does yes. is amazing. Everything he does is incredible, and you want to watch it, and that's the route that you go. Um, I don't. I don't know. I. I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt that I don't think it's impossible. Just because he's beating up Brock Lesnar right now, that he couldn't win the belt. At no mercy, because I genuinely believe they've got something in Braun Strowman that's that's unique, that is far different than anything else they've had or the the people they've attempted to force feed into starring roles. This guy is a megastar. This guy is box office for a very long time. This guy is money. He's ticket sales. He's everything. He's got all of it. And they already know that because they've literally written entire shows around our main event's going to be watch Braun Strowman do something awesome. Right. Like that's all our main event's going to be is just Braun something's going to do something really fucking cool and you're going to watch him do something really fucking cool. And we do, right? Like that's what we do. And we're, we all come in and we talk about it the next time and we'd, we're mesmerized by it. It's amazing. So I think that they might need to consider changing their rules of engagement – for someone like Braun Strowman, that whatever the policy was beforehand, hey, if we're not going to have somebody beat up Brock Lesnar and then beat him on top of that, I think Braun Strowman might be the guy you need to consider changing that for because this is Braun Strowman. This is a different – you have you literally have caught lightning in a bottle. A guy that there was no way anyone could have seen being this much of a star has become this much of a star and must watch television. And so I think you have to do something there. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Because they should. They absolutely should. They just give the reins to Braun Strowman. Yeah, it's your show now. Yeah. This is it's, – yeah. it's your show. Do what you will with it. This is – we are willing to admit this is – people are tuning in because yeah. you're on this show. And, and, and I saw someone on Twitter uh, tweet at us saying that, uh, you know, you could do it where Heyman – I mean, it would be amazing. It, honestly, though, as, as amazing it would be because, of course, anything with Heyman is amazing. Right. Like, I don't – I almost – I don't know if it's better than just having Braun Strowman be on his own and just wrecking everything. And, and we've seen that before. I don't want to see that again. What do you mean? 
What, what, if Heyman flips? Yeah, I mean, we, we saw we with, saw with that when, big that's show, how Big Show, big show an champion. angle, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see that again. I think I would rather see what will Heyman do when his world crashes around him. How does he come back? How does Lesnar come back? Yeah. Maybe Strowman wins the title and Lesnar goes away for a minute and then comes back and wins the Rumble, gets his rematch, and there's the rematch. I'm there. all for that. That, duh. That, that, that's a no-brainer there. I mean, yeah, sure. Of course. Of course. I'm on board. I'm on yeah. board for that. All and I'm sure, I mean, that, not that that match needs a cage, but they can add something to it. It's WrestleMania. It really doesn't need anything. I was going to say, a cage, maybe, maybe no DQ or something. I, I feel like a Probably cage no would, DQ, would, yeah. would take away from that match. Yeah. Uh, Reigns and Cena. I, look, the line that John Cena used about the drug test was a great line. But, I, I had a lot of people, well, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, I had a bunch of people messaging me about like, whoa, this was the one. I'm like, this was, this was another good one. Like, there was, there was a good interaction between the two of them, but I didn't think it was any better, any bigger, anything other than the other weeks. I thought the line, <coughs> excuse me, I thought that being the end, that, that was what made it feel like it was bigger. Um, Interesting that when they made the promo on Tuesday, that line was left out. It was gone. Very interesting that the most powerful line of the entire program was the one they chose they wouldn't include in the promo. Now, I get it. They do that all the time, though, when they took out the Xavier Woods line. Yes. Well, I mean, but that, that one wasn't the most powerful. This was by far the most powerful of the program. This was the one where, like, crap, dude. Now, I get it. You don't really want to bring more attention to the fact that Roman Reigns say, wants... Do you want to bring up a failed drug test? Yes. No, <laughs> I, you don't. I get that. I get that. But it was just... I, there will be people that will ask if John Cena went off script. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was... You know, Which is what they were what they're trying to do. Right. right. Correct. That's what they're trying to accomplish. It was, a, it was... Everything has been well done. They've managed to keep it interesting. I don't know... Look, again, they were clearly positioning for... We know... People and Monday Night Football is a different time this week. It was seven o'clock, and it's normally going to be at eight thirty. But they they positioned right. They positioned the Cena uh, right, Strowman match at, right in between the oh, two games. Cena, yeah, that, it, it was right in the right spot. It's yep. it's their version of the Monday Night Wars. Right. They're literally watching the game, going, "Okay, game is over. Sure. Walk out." Yep. And that, exactly. Yeah, because look at what the main event was. Right, and because they moved the main event to in between the two games. Yeah. They, they've done that you know, in the past where it was halftime. They moved the quote-unquote main event there. Right. So you know, they did a good job of counter-programming this week. Um, yeah, they, did. they yeah. did. As much as they could, given the fact they were up against two games set up of one. Obviously, they're going to start loading the front of the show in the coming weeks because right. Monday Night Football will kick off around 8.20, 8.30, somewhere in that range. Yep, so they'll start loading the front of the show to try to get people to start watching Raw and stay mm-hmm. because something big is happening, and then they'll do something big at halftime. Right, yep. and you'll get to the point where, again, you'll look at the main event and you'll say, really, this is the, this is the main event? Like this – of course, in fairness, they did that this week for the main event, and it yeah. was fine. But no it, offense to those eight guys, but yeah. wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, that's what they got. I was actually looking for another match. I, I, you, I, this, you know, you couldn't believe it. You said, really? <laughs> this, is, this is what the uh, main go, event is? Go, going back to Cena Reigns, my one problem with it was the same problem that I had a couple weeks ago. Well, kind of uh, two things in one. You had Reigns come out, or Cena come out and said, well, Reigns, you criticized me last time for going 20 minutes with Jason Jordan. You just said, and his response 
oh well, I'm just trying to put on a good match, which is problem problematic for two reasons. One, it count, you know, it's it's hypocritical to what you said last week, and B, your job should never be to put on a good match. In right, wrestling. right. You're supposed to win. Correct. Yes. That's that's it, in, again in kayfabe, your job is to win. Yes. Here's a question. I think we might be overlooking it. Something has to happen with Jason Jordan. He's the catalyst between these two. No. Why is it him? Because they want to give him rub. Because they think they think the, this is the way got, to get to get him rub. But there's you know, got to be more than that, though. Why? Well, I mean, they're you're, they're you they're using uh, Jason Jordan the same way they're using Ty Dillinger right now over on SmackDown. I don't expect Ty Dillinger to get a long term U.S. you know be in the U.S. title picture for a long term. No, yet. but they tied in that storyline very well, where Ty was supposed to be the challenger, got screwed. AJ walks up to him and says, "No, dude." Right. I'm defending the title against you, right? And we're going to do it here. And but that was it was that you know he was up against uh, John Cena last week, and yes. so Roman Reigns says, "Okay, well I can do this better than you." And I think that it's going to just kind of move on from there. It's their way because I mean it's the best Jason Jordan has looked. Uh, you know, oh, no question about that. Granted, I wish they had given us a reason to care about him before this, and this still doesn't really really give us a reason no. to care about no. him more than oh look he does a pretty sweet rolling Northern Lights suplex, which is kind of awesome. Um, so that, that's kind of my thought, just, you know, he's a good guy to do that with, and hopefully they have a path for him, but I don't think they have a path in mind right now. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I think this is just, he's a prop right now to help them get to where they want to go. Um, I, I'll say this though, if they, they came out of it and somehow wanted a position, if, if Reigns wins and they want to position Jason Jordan for Reigns after that, like... They gotta do some work. But. I, I don't. See, yeah, I don't see how it could work. I mean, I don't but if see Jordan it. beats Reigns. I mean, how do? You, first of all, how do you justify the match to begin with? Uh, you have hey, to do Dad, work. I need to prove myself. I understand that, but uh, like th- he can use his father. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. And, and way. you have to start. Yes, and if you're going to start positioning him as the well, heel, and, and, yes. and now that we brought Shane McMahon over, Kurt Angle could there be there. You go. And now there's there, a lot I, there. There are things to do there. I just don't know if anything that happened the past two weeks. Because I mean, if anything. The past two weeks have positioned him as more of a face because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, you know, put up a great fight against these, you know, uh, tried to overcome the odds and almost did it. Just right. couldn't quite right. do it. Anything else from Raw that we need to touch on? I, I mean, I, I it, nothing against these have not been bad shows on Raw, but they've been kind of the same thing, which is just we've set we've basically set everything up. Now we just need to dance our way to no mercy at this point. There's nothing else that's like this is how big was this? Was so it just you're not congrats to this. Yeah, sure. I mean, I. I, I was really genuinely surprised, right? Like, I was really like, like, whoa, wait, wait, really? Like, How did that not come out I, before? I thought him? that was a joke. Like, I thought it was a whole, like, they were there building up to something and there was going to be a swerve, right? Wait, wait, like, wait. So, we all think this is legit? It because in the era of where TMZ gets right, everything, everything. That, that would they the, did not get this. That would this. be the biggest point to why it wouldn't be real. Right. There's no way you could keep that a secret. I mean, but. you're talking everything from Darren Young to whatever. TMZ had it first. They don't have Maurice being pregnant at all. Not even a little bit of a hint. It would be a weird thing. I hope that we're beyond the past of it turning into like a storyline. baby? Yeah, something like that. I, I hope we're beyond that point. But if it's not that, there's no reason to it not to be real. Like, there's no reason to just put that out there and then, you know, unless it's going to be a bad storyline, which I want nothing to do with. Well, my thing. Okay, she's pregnant. She can't be at ringside, right? I mean, 
you can be careful about that, especially early on in your pregnancy. Early on, and if you just yeah. you know if you know no one's coming near you, obviously in kayfabe, no, you shouldn't be down there. Right. right. But in reality, by the way, yeah, and, I, and let me make this very clear: I I don't know that that's for sure. Right. My point is more: I thought they were they weren't going that. I thought they were teasing we're pregnant to then say something like we're we, we, we passed we passed someone else on the IC title right, list or we're going to be on the new epi- new season of Total Divas you know something like that i was expecting a swerve there right they didn't deliver the swerve and by not doing that it was more surprising it was more like wait what you're just going to say the thing everybody thought you were going to say like <laughs> what what the f and again i have no idea if they're actually pregnant or not i couldn't tell you but it was more the swerve was not swerving that yeah. was the swerve like Everybody knew they were going to make some joke as they were setting this whole thing up, and you're just trying to figure out what it is the joke was going to be. And then, oh, wait, no? Like, <laughs> is, is there still a joke coming? Like, am I missing something here? That was the, that was the, what made, I thought made it good. But I, you know, the, the great segment. I wait, thought it was, a, the whole thing was very good. Go back to that for a second. She's pregnant. Worst thing to happen to Miz, right? How do you figure? Because she's, she's going to be that's taken a off package the road. deal, right? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Again, don't know if she's pregnant or not. Could not possibly tell you. Could, don't have a clue. Anything else? Doesn't Doctor Glenn doesn't know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> God, what could I mean, I'm you? pretty much an expert about getting chicks say, pregnant. Bro, like. <laughs> You're two for two. Yeah. Two for two. <laughs> the, the two times you've ever had sex in, in your my life. <laughs> in my life, I'm batting a thousand. I actually demand <sighs> it. I'm like, I demand you will get pregnant so that people will believe that I've had sex. <laughs> Uh, is that artificial type thing? <laughs> is there anything I'm not thinking of? What what else happened on Raw this week? I don't even honest to God, I don't remember. It's uh, not great for the fact that we host. You were too this show. busy wa- watching flipping back. I was forth. watching. Well, I did, but I watched Raw afterwards. I did watch football and then I watched Raw afterwards. I just I I legitimately cannot remember another thing that happened on Raw. I mean, not much. Uh, you you had actually the the biggest thing was. They screwed up from the main event because they end up giving us the Hardys. But before that, they teased Jamie oh, Noble right? and, and Dean Malenko. Malenko. Yeah. I want that so much more than the Hardys. Like, I was, I was really disappointed. I was going to say, you probably should not have put those two on camera because if I found out that Malenko and Noble were wrestling again, right. I would have been like, You're Bro, watching that. Noble and. and yeah, okay, but keep in mind, call. we're also nerds. So yes, let's, I know. let's keep that in mind. I do think it. I. I I hope they were trying to play up like this whimsical thing where like it <laughs> the whole way they went about trying to find partners right like I hope this is all very whimsical like of course it was the Hardy Boys like of course it right. was we knew it the entire time we were just trying to be jerks like it was silly the oh okay silly. here's something else we can talk about raw why would you book Bray Wyatt versus Goldust. Because they yeah, wanted the, fa- the face paint, but it's the face. Well, paint but it, Goldust was apparently positioned as a face, so right. But Goldust, Goldust, they didn't go far enough into the you know. But I don't think they really positioned. Feel sorry for him, right? No, but that's the thing. That, 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 the point of matter. that had nothing to do with that. Yeah. The point of this was Bray Wyatt trying to make his point about face paint. Right. That was what. That was the entirety of this. Is that he wanted to wrestle someone that had more face? And paint. Goldust is the only one, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know who else. Point, yeah, who else? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is your only option. Yeah. So Unless, that was the entire. Who, who could they bring back to? Uh... Uh, like, because that, that's where they have uh, to go next, right? They have yeah, to. Yeah, like they you're have gonna have to, to bring... bring back like Papa Shango or the Boogeyman or something. Oh, the, the Boogeyman. Man. They could that, definitely that, bring back the Boogeyman. They could that, do that would be a heartbeat. good bit right there. Yeah, they could do that. They could do that quickly. Um, by the way, speaking speak of Matt Hardy, he posted a weird video on YouTube, and the hashtag was stay woke, so maybe my joke about woke Matt Hardy might not be a I'm joke. I'm all in. I'm all in on woke Matt Hardy. I am all I'm good with in on that. So stay woke! <laughs> oh my god, that song is so good. All right, I don't know how we got to that, but... <laughs> 
Every time I hear that in my car, I'm like, I don't know how Donald Glover became fucking Prince, but like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Watch Community every week, and I had no idea the guy that I was watching was secretly Prince. It was amazing. <laughs> All right, uh, when we come back in, I don't know what we're doing, uh, but I'm sure it'll be, well, average. I'm sure it'll be average. Segment number three is on the way. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Sean Creedle. This is Jobbing Out. Here at Linex, we pride ourselves on protecting what matters most, which is why we're proud to partner with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to support their mission of finding cures and saving children's lives. So during the month of September, we'll be making a donation to St. Jude for every bedliner sold in recognition of Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Visit linex.com slash give to St. Jude to learn more and get involved. I feel like a wrestler should just take this intro and walk out to it. His mother effort woke up one morning and said... I know I've been a funny guy for a little while. I think today I'm going to be Prince. Prince. Bro, he is not Prince. Bro. Bro. Listen to this song a little bit more. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so good. All right. Back in here on uh, Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Sean Creedle from MCW. Bruno Mars, maybe. He's better than Bruno Mars. This is better than Bruno Mars, <laughs> and I like Bruno Mars. I was going to say. This is better than Bruno Mars, bro. Bruno Mars can't do that. He makes damn good pop songs. He can make some damn good pop songs. He can't do that right there. Great Super Bowl halftime shows. He was a fine yeah. Super Bowl halftime performer. There's no doubt about that. Um, Sean's in for AJ because AJ literally decided to go. Th- this is how much. I- I'm starting to wonder about this show. I'm just going to be the one to say it, right? I'm just going to be the one to say it. AJ bailed on us. Yes. Yep. Sean said he'd come in. Sean knows 150 wrestlers, at least. I said, can we get one of them on the show? Oh, oh, maybe maybe he's getting one. Oh, maybe he can oh. get one. Maybe he can get one. That we, would be nice. That we, would be nice. We, we might have one. to pause on. Yeah, this, right. So maybe, we'll... Of slandering, of slandering Sean Greedle. Oh, look, Hulk Hogan's on the phone right <laughs> now. <laughs> he knows 150 wrestlers, and he couldn't get one. And then the funny thing too is we were like berating him about it. He's like, "Well, you didn't ask about that." I'm like, "Well, anybody? We said anybody." Maybe he's getting anybody. I don't know. We'll find out here shortly. We're gonna find out literally. It's going to be. Yeah, somebody <laughs> amazing, and then I'm be like, I have to take back everything. It's I just not going to be amazing, or it's going to be just like the not low. Right, it's going to be nothing. He's going to be like, he's going to be like, guys, I, uh, I got you, Kevin Eck, and I'm like, he's literally out in the office. We just we did that two weeks ago. And we didn't have a guest. Been a little bit of that. Been a little bit of that going on recently. That's just oh, the way I see. That it goes. I see a smile on uh, Sean Creedle's uh, face. Maybe he heard us slandering him. It's possible. What you need a pen? There's a pen. Oh, that. All right. Yeah, so as it turns out, I guess I'm just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> because as it turns out... I could have told you that six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right as I was slandering Sean Creedle, he said, I got somebody for you. <laughs> and I'm actually really excited to talk to her. She's I, somebody we wanted to have on the show. I'm, I'm holding a number in my hand. A lot of men would want yeah, that that's, number that is right a, now. That is a fact. But one... But what, something she's already taken. Who? Who? Is it somebody we know? Yeah, this is public. You don't know this? No, I didn't know this. She's engaged to Rockstar Spud. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I well, didn't look know that. I, I do love me some Rockstar Spud, too. I good, do love, for Rockstar yeah, good for Rockstar Spud. Spud no doubt. Jeez. Uh, Renee Michelle literally is about to join us, so why don't we just go ahead and call her? Well, as promised, Sean Creedle delivered. 
I mean, we slandered him plenty, but as it turns out, not only did he get us somebody, he literally got us somebody on the list of people that we wanted to talk to. Right. We said, this is somebody that we'd really like to talk to because you, uh, you saw her recently as part of the Mae Young Classic, and you've been seeing her come through our area for the last – how many years now, Sean? It's been a few years, It's been right? a few years, yes. She has killed at MCW at every turn. She is freaking awesome. Renee Michelle now joins us here on Jobbing Out. Renee, it is so good to talk to you. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this week. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. This actually makes me think that you might actually like Sean Creedle, like that you, that you don't think of him as lowly as we do, and that, <laughs> that, that bothers my, me. Yeah, yeah that, that blows my perception of the world right now. Yeah. Uh, nah, nah. Sean, he's, he's good. He's good in my book. Oh, that makes look one at of us, that. That makes one of us. That's the way it goes. Hey, Renee, this obviously, look, I know you've done a ton of stuff. So, like, I, I, I'm not – this thing, this opportunity, getting to be a part of the, the Mae Young Classic, how much did that mean to you as a performer to get that spotlight? And then is there a part of you that was like, yeah, I don't know, I kind of think I deserved it. And it's, it's, it's just the next logical step in my career. Actually, you know, I was very shocked, you know, the fact that, you know, WWE, you know, picked out 32 of the best female wrestlers throughout the world is not only amazing, but also history making, you know, within itself and be able to wrestle and represent Mae Young in in a competitive way and show that, you know, you don't have to be just a pretty face. You go as long as you have the drive, the determination, the ambition, and put in forth the hard work within, you know, within performing, and especially in performing in a live audience. You know, is I'm very humble about it. I'm very humble and very happy. How cool was it to get down to full sale, and especially before the matches started, and just having 32 of the best women in the world all in the same room together, seeing all that just group of uh, women. It's very exciting. Um, you know, it can be nerve-wracking, but each and every girl, I feel that they deserve it in their own their own way. You know, a lot of these girls, they bust their derrieres to be where they are now. And if it wasn't for WWE, actually knowing that and taking a look at each and every girl and knowing their unique style and their unique way of, of performing and knowing that they do keep an eye, a very close on each and every one, that they feel that they deserve the, the opportunity to perform within WWE. Well, and, and obviously all of you proved it because, holy crap, the entire tournament was just freaking amazing. Has it, like, have you had a moment where you're like, okay, this is cool, but I moved on, or are you, like, still riding this high of being a part of this thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But still, like, you know, I still want to continue perfecting my craft as much as I possibly can. Did you, uh, after it was all done, as they were airing it, did you go back and did you watch uh, some of the matches that you, you know, obviously had already seen, but you never saw it with the production value? Or did you just say, I saw it, I don't necessarily yeah, right. need to watch it <laughs> on the network? No, it's like, you know, when after the matches... Uh, like we're finished, you know, each and every one of us did, you know, sit down and watch every girl match. But even when it did air on the network, I did sit down and watch each and every match, you know, and critique myself of what I could do to improve better or where I need to get better at or stronger at, you know, it's, you're always learning. 
Now, obviously, a lot of people have seen the Mae Young Classic. It's was took eight of the top ten spots on the network, probably nine now with the finale. Um, what has happened to your career since the airing of your match on the Mae Young Classic? Um, I had a lot of few individuals that have reached out to me that does want to do interview talks with me in regards about the Mae Young. I have other promoters that have reached out to me in regards of working with their shows. Um, of course, I do owe that. Um, eventually, I will be going back to Japan because I do owe that to Chikusa Nagayo. You know, I did. Pro- I'm a woman of my word, and I like to keep my promises yeah. to individuals. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome to hear you say that because, like, a lot of people would just be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and, like, I don't know if you saw WWE Network. I'm good. I'm out. See you guys. But that's really cool. Renee Michelle is with us. Uh, Renee, what was the – I mean, is, was, there a, was there a conversation that continues with WWE? I know, you know, for a lot of girls this was going to be an immediate transition. But do you leave that conversation and feel like that could be still a possibility down the road? Uh, you just never know. You just never know, you know, expect the unexpected. You know, what do you expect? Like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Like, I like to leave things up in the air. You know, I like to come, you know, unexpectedly, pop up at places. That's just my forte. <laughs> you know, you never know what you're going to get out of me <laughs> or where I might be. So what she's saying is that the next NXT taping, yeah, Renee right. Michelle coming out of the yeah, crowd. Yeah. You've heard it first. She's currently in Orlando right now. But right now it's not what she said at all. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like a ninja. You never know. <laughs> you know, what, what do you think the Mayan Classic is going to do for women's wrestling, especially on the, uh, the independent scene? I think it will open up a lot of doors for a lot of women, you know. Um, a lot of women now these days, you know, like I said, they bust their butt to try to perfect to become the best performer as they possibly can be, you know, without having to be judged, you know, solely because they're exterior, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of girls are willing to go to different countries and train at different places and to become adaptable and made to adaptable to their opponents, but to their environment that they're ever put in. But you know, how much of that has already changed? Really? Like we mentioned that you've been doing this now for a few years with MCW. Like, have you noticed the scope of women's wrestling having already changed, even just since when you started to this point? Like, even in the course of a few years. I mean, I've been only wrestling within four years, so I'm still learning as much as I possibly can. You know, like the opponent that I wrestle against was Candice LeRae. She's been doing it for 15 years. Right. God bless yeah. her. Right. You know, but it's like, she was definitely a challenge. You know, she, you know, never judge a book by its cover because you never know what you're going to go up against. You're, I mean, how are you dealing with the, um, the added attention that comes from something like the Mae Young Classic and all of a sudden there may be being a few more I don't know, say internet stalkers perhaps that exist because of you getting an appearance <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely got that for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like with any type of entertainment industry, you know, you're always going to have, you know, you're still your, your lovely fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're not trying to figure out your age, they're trying to figure out where you live, you know? <laughs> God, you know what? This would be an amazing bit, and I know that, it, like, I would, 
one day to like slot to, to see the DMs, right? Like to see what your DMs look like because I just I can't even fathom the oh, insanity. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of wild and crazy. I haven't. I'll be totally honest. I haven't even, you know, checked them all because I'm kind of <laughs> hesitant and afraid. To, <laughs> right. You know, because it's like I'll, I admit, especially in the past, you know, you, you have like a few people that fly in the DMs and send unwanted images. Better You're like, boy, that's nice, but no, 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 <laughs> right? Just no. no. Like, put that thing away. <laughs> but do you? Okay, how do you deal with it when you're working like an MCW show and there's that one guy that just like lingers at your table a little <laughs> oh, bit too long? And I'm not, I'm not gonna name any names, Sean Creedle, but like what I'm saying <laughs> is, <laughs> then you have that one guy who just lingers at the table. Like he's already bought the shirt, right? Like he's already. You've already had the conversation. You've been super polite. Gave him the picture, you right. know. And he's still just there. Like, what is the strategy that you have for that guy? Oh, when I do, <laughs> I have a bunch of strategies. You know, if one doesn't work, I think of another one real quick. But, <laughs> you know, thankfully, like, you know, the MCW security, you know, people, they always like keep an eye on me, you know, if they feel like I'll be swamping by a group of people, you know, so they're always watching me at bay, you know, thank right. God I feel safe and, you know, they do like walk me to my vehicle. As they should, clear, clear. In the past that, you know, you have like that one or two fans that end up finding out what vehicle you're driving or the license plate number and they leave me like messages that they could get at you at any time or that they love you and everything which is great you know i'm flattered but you know when you're, when you're getting the message like i get at you at any time i'm like Alrighty then, this is the problem. <laughs> Sean, stop she's, doing that. She's not kidding. I've seen some of those messages. Oh, I believe you. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's, the, that's the least surprising well, and, and thing we've and seen all day. And it's the day. creepiest thing because, again, like, they've seen you wrestle, right? Like, that's they came, they watched you wrestle. They, like, saw you one time and, the, and yet they're insane. These people need help. You know what I mean? Like, they, I just can't fathom this world. It makes no sense. And yet it's a daily reality for you. Like it's something that like, you know, when us idiots go out, we don't have to think about these types of things. Like this is literally something you have to think about when you show up to a show. Like, hey, can I make sure that like no creep is going to end up coming after me while I'm there? Yeah, exactly. Or like if I am like, you know, because I love kids, you know, and I love more than anything than making kids smile. But if yeah. I'm like with a group of little, a little ones and then next day I know I'm getting swarmed by a by a bunch of like, you know, mature ones and unbeknownst to me, like apparently I was told like one was just sniffing at the back of my head. Oh, <laughs> oh you know God. or like try to grab out my feathers and my hair. And of course, you know, I don't know this is going on behind my head you know, behind me because I don't have eyes at the back of my head, but it's, I'm so focused on with the little ones. What is wrong so, with people? Luckily, you know, the security mm-hmm. guys in MCW, they keep a very close eye on me. Oh, the God. I feel really <laughs> – I want to apologize on behalf of all professional wrestling fans for the fact I that – I don't know, men everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true too. You probably should just go ahead and do that. Yeah, or it's like, you know, I have like one incident that one – you know, like, of course, you know, some women or some of us women, and I'm one of them that wear like, you know, the, the dance wear stockings yeah. or whatever if I – was to get those ribs all thrown away or wrist tape stands, oh, no. you know, to protect my wrist. You know, trust and believe I have seen a few that took off with them. <laughs> oh, oh, God! Ah! People are dumb. Uh, I, 
my sweaty socks oh, to God. my undergarments. <laughs> that's <laughs> such a okay. I can all right, I'm glad we, we need to talk, like. So that's a thing, right? Like there are people that sell there there that will sell their underwear because there's creeps. Would you do that or is that just too creepy? Like to me that's too creepy. I couldn't I I don't care. I can make money in a lot of ways. I don't need to do that. No, I don't do it. It's just not my forte. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's just that's just like Oh, uh, no. Right. Uh, no. Too much. No, no, Too much. Too much. Like, ah. <laughs> Whereas you'll talk to other they'll be like, well, I don't, it's, it's not, I don't care. Once they're gone, they're gone. Like, what? No. This is it's a psychopath. <laughs> this is a psychopath that now has. Sorry, go ahead. Who knows? They might make, like, a shrine out of you or try right? to phone you. You never know these days. Right. God. Everybody sucks. <laughs> I just realized this. Everybody sucks. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of the whole point of our podcast? Is yeah, that that's everyone true. Everybody yeah. sucks. That's a good point. That's a great Except Renee Michelle. She's Except for Renee Michelle awesome. and anyone who talks to us here. She's yes. so cool. Um, Renee, so, it, like, when you – when now, the, the, tangibly, tangibly what changes, like, in your life? Is it – you can demand more when you do an appearance? Is it just that you get more phone calls? Like, what are the tangible differences now moving forward just from having been a part of one match? Um, I kind of feel like each and every year, the more I progress in getting better, you know, as year passed on, like, my prices have went up a little bit, not drastically, but up bit by bit. You know, I have heard, like, you know, some girls, they, like, skyrocketed their prices, but... I mean, I'm all about, like, you know, the distance, the mileage, the gas, the tolls, you know, <laughs> right. how much will all of that cost. Right. You know, but I do try to work with um, promoters throughout the world so that can make it easier, not only for them, but also for myself as well. No, obviously this changes everything. And going into the May Young Classic, I feel like you were always on the, you know, one of the best that no one has heard of list. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. Everyone's heard of you now. So who is the next Renee Michelle? Who's mm-hmm. who's the best person you've run into who nobody has really heard of? Um, so far that no one has heard of. Well, it just hasn't gotten me. this type of spotlight yet. I would say over in Japan, Takumi Yuroha. I'm going to need you to spell that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's over in Japan. Um, She's right now um, the new protege for Chiguza Nagayo. She she and I, we work in a company called Marvelous. And her name is so T-A-K-U-M-I and her last name I-R-O-H-A. Okay, okay. I am pulling her up right now. Everybody go to YouTube right, right now. now. Pull her up. Everything Let's, that you can. No question. Because if, if, you know, if this is any indication, WWE is heading back out to Japan. They're going to get more. She might be on their radar There's sooner no or later. There's no doubt about oh, that. Oh, who knows? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, she's phenomenal in the ring. But as far as, like, the opponent, like, this time around, like, the – best opponent that I have ever wrestled so far would definitely be Candice LeRae, you know. She has 15 years of experience on me, and she's been around for, like, the longest time. She knows the ins and outs of, of the business and how to deal with her opponent. So, you know, she definitely got one up on me, but it's okay. Who knows? Like, maybe down the line, I might have my revenge. <laughs> well, we look forward to that. We also need to uh, address... I saw some rumors around the internet that perhaps something maybe even bigger than the May Young Classic happened to your life recently. 
Oh, yeah? What's up? I just saw a rumor that perhaps maybe you got engaged recently? Yes. That's awesome. Wait, are we having another guest? Wait, what, what's up? I, I right feel now? like I'm hearing the other guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, that is true. That, special about the guy that wasn't in the Mae Young class. Oh, 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 hey there, mate. Oh. How are you? There's, there's the bonus guest All I want to do you. is sing right now. Can we, do, <laughs> can we just sing? We gotta hold on to what we've got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We've got each other. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. Uh, well, see, the, the story behind it, we went to the Progress show where Rockstar yes. Spud was, and Glenn lost it. Oh, my God. I was, I'm such a nerdy fan. I was so excited. It was such a fun night. Renee, congr- both of you, congratulations. congratulations. Yes. I think that's the appropriate thing to say. That is awesome. Definitely our new favorite uh, wrestling power couple oh, here. Oh, by far. By far. <laughs> Guys, I- just remember, just remember, I don't like girls. <laughs> <laughs> In love. Yeah, he, li- he likes women, but yes, not girls. Yes, not girls. He likes women. That's so cool. That is so freaking cool. Congratulations. You guys said, like, like, do you know when yet? Um... No, we haven't set up a date yet. We are looking at venues. I would imagine it's a little bit difficult when you're both professional wrestlers to set a date. Like I would imagine it's not the easiest yeah. thing in the world yeah. to do. Well, when you're wrestlers, naturally, you've got to, you know, you've got to see who's on the card. You got to book the ring. You got to. That's gotta, right. <laughs> hey, I, I got a building. Book, 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 book the venue. See how much we're going to charge for people to get in. <laughs> God, if you do merch for your wedding, <laughs> I'd buy it. I would buy all of it. <laughs> I would buy it. Wedding. I have no problem with that. <laughs> if, I can, if, if I can recoup the thousands of dollars for the wedding, no, no. I was going to say, you need to do that as someone who just went through the wedding 50 thing. Bucks. Dude. Yeah. Trust, trust me when I tell you, if Robbie E attends, there will be a merch table. Oh, oh. <laughs> Stole my line. So I was is is DJ Z doing the. Uh, <laughs> DJZ to be the DJ for your wedding, I would lose my shit. <laughs> the greatest moment in the history of the universe. <laughs> DJZ was actually the wedding DJ. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh my God. That's, that's okay. Is there, is it, are you able to, this is interesting. Are you guys able to have like a normal relationship? Like, is it, like, is it, is, and I say that like there's no normal, right? Like, it, it, he's Rockstar Spud. They can't be a normal. But like, is there able to, like to to just have a normal moment where you guys can just be each other and not have to deal with all the bullshit that comes with nerds like us nerding out about it. Um. Well, I mean, you know, but he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he does keep my life very interesting. <laughs> there's never. Let's just say there's never a dull moment. Right. How could there be? How could there be? I would be actually really angry if there was. <laughs> God, that's so cool. Did, did he incorporate wrestling into the uh, proposal? Ooh. Yeah, no. Actually, he proposed to me at the top of the London Eye. Oh. oh. God damn, that's adorable. Oh. Shut up. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, prop- 
proposed to my wife on a bike trail. <laughs> like, it's not quite Ooh. the London Eye. I, I did Disneyland. Well, but, okay. Oh. Not the London Eye, yeah, but... Not the London Eye. Damn, yeah. that's cool. That's so and, uh, cool. J- just a little insight into this. I'm never going to make my future wife cry ever again because when I proposed to her, she sounded like a dying giraffe. <laughs> Because you just don't want to hear that sound. That, that's a great <laughs> vow to include at the wedding. No, I don't sound like I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is a 10.5. Could you guys, is there any way you could attempt to recreate the moment so we could try to hear the sound? Is that possible? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Again, just search dying animal. <laughs> that would be Renee's, Renee's voiceover right there. Oh, come on. <laughs> Are, are you guys going to start doing the uh, the married mixed tag thing? Um, the married tag thing? The married yeah. absolutely fucking not. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> Renee is, is uh, you know, nowhere near the caliber of performer that I am. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm not doing the gender tag team match with Tony. You'll just drag me down. <laughs> see, I'll go Mark Merrow on the relationship, you see? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just see the I just see the headlights now. Wait Wrestling a couple ended over podcast. Wait, wait, how did, wait, how did that work out for Mark Merrow though? <laughs> here's, here's the deal. If, if me and Renee teams, no one's looking at me. <laughs> there is that. There is that. Oh my god. I'm I don't even know what to say. This is too much fun. This is way too much fun. Dude, so okay, um you guys when you when you when you go through this whole thing, what's it what's it like to ha- do you have to pretend like when you're out that you're not I don't know how this works anymore with wrestling because we know everything, right? Because of Twitter and all that sort of shit. You guys don't ever have to pretend like you're not together, do you? No. I guess, like, everyone will pretty much get the idea. Right. <laughs> right. Like, they're just kind of kind of... Everybody kind of got offended that we didn't post it on Facebook the moment that it happened and everything. <laughs> right. We're like... No, we'd like to be human beings and tell our friends and family to their face. First, it's it's you know? really dangerous how much we think like that you're literally a part of our lives. We're wrestling fans. God, we suck so much. We suck like, so much. I mean, I'm a very I'm a very private person. So obviously, when our engagement went on Facebook, on our personal Facebook, I mm-hmm. got kind of upset because it was on a dirt sheet within like an hour. Right. And yeah. I was like, that's not what I wanted with this because <laughs> it's our private life. And then it. it it was kind of like then you're distrusting who's on your your Facebook and everything, but then you know it's just. Uh... But also on top of that, you know, of course they get the wrong date. Yeah, because they're like, oh, they got married, they got excuse me, engaged today, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making it up. They're just getting. This was a long time before we put it on Facebook. Did yeah. you? Was there anyone? Hang, hang on, though. Was there anyone that didn't know that you got like the angry text from that you? Why didn't... did I have to find out in the dirt right? sheets? Uh, no. No. All right. Very good. No. I got, I just posted on, fa- I got angry people. Like, I can't believe you didn't call me. I'm like, dude, I, what the, the fuck? I can't call everybody I know. Like, it's just the way that it works. Yeah. Like, now, nowadays, I think with social media and stuff, everyone's like, oh, and, 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 it, and it's very difficult because obviously you're in the, you're in the public eye as well. And I think everyone just assumes now, just because we're, we're two performers on television that, uh, you know, we're gonna we're now gonna be everyone's next favorite reality show, and that's just not possible. <laughs> thank, thank you for so, that. Yeah. Thank you for that, by the way. Big time. Yeah, thank yeah, you for no, that. No worries. Yeah. No, no, no e. No e. Reality yeah. No, show no total rock star spud. No. No, yeah, no total I'd watch rock that. Star. I'd watch that. I would. I mean, I'm not lying. I would. But I. Pre- I, I 
I personally do not put my fiance over on any of my social media at all, ever. No, I, no. You, know, you know what's cool about that? Like, legitimately, when when Sean told us before he started talking to you, I'm like, I had no idea. I didn't have, I had no idea at all. And so that's a cool thing. And good for you for like actually being in a relationship and not just trying to like, perf- you know, it, it better your careers like that. I can't believe I'm saying that, but you know, there are people that do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, basically we were dating before we even like put it on social media. And then we were engaged for a while before we even decided to put that on social media as well. And it kind of made me laugh when you guys were talking about sliding in the DMs because that's exactly what I did. Oh, did you really? (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to ask what show did you guys meet on? We we need to know. We need to know. Renee, what was it that he said? Well, what he said to me, first thing that he said to me when he started in my DMs was, Hi, Pocahontas lady. (laughs) (laughs) And that... I'm a Disney guy. I'm a Disney guy. Okay, Okay. all right, all right. That's okay, fair. And that worked. (laughs) That worked for you. You said, I'll respond. (laughs) Or you were like, who is this? Yeah. Well, pretty much. (laughs) But then it's like... You know, obviously a, a good girlfriend of mine. She definitely like vouched for him, spoke very highly of him, and you probably, you guys probably know about her. Is definitely Rebby Hardy. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, everybody knows Rebby. Yeah. Let, let, let me let me let me put the picture to you right now. You get a DM from Rebby Hardy, who you've been working with for the past few months, and then it says, "Yo, bro, you single," <laughs> and then nothing else. So then you're sweating. And you're like, I don't know how to respond to this. This is one of my good friends' wives. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And, and I don't know what to do. And then 10 minutes later, she goes, that sounded really weird. I'm talking about, you know, my friend Renee. Like a panic. Like, are you you're running through these scenarios? <laughs> How should I respond to this? Am oh I going to get killed? Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, my God. And it just went from there. So, so, okay, how does it go from sliding into the DMs to, like, we'll actually get together? Well, I mean, because I was because I was out here, you know, I was already out here in Tennessee, and I was, you know, visiting one of my girlfriends, and it was her birthday weekend. So, obviously, you know, since James knew that I was around, we met. We there you go. There. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, you know, the whole stereotypical gay, but that was just about it. That's aw- Dude, that's so great that it started because he slid into your DMs, though. Like, that just makes... What a great American love story. Well, not American, <laughs> necessarily, but a great, Amer- well, great international, international love story. Love story. Yeah, right? Well, it, all, it all went good, basically because, like, you know, Rebby, you know, she, I love her to death. She's definitely my girlfriend. She hooked up. You know, she played Cupid. That's awesome. That's awesome. As if the if this if the Hardys couldn't be any cooler, right? Like as if wait, was this wait was this going on during the broken era of the Hardys? Or? <laughs> God damn, man, they're so cool. But it must have been if I managed to get flipping a, girl, a girlfriend fiance. Yeah. <laughs> the broken universe gets another check mark towards it. Jesus Christ. Well, it's the least I could do when they made me drop to their son. It's fine. <laughs> ah. There is uh, that. Yeah. There is that. Yes. There that is was the payback. That. I, I give you your future okay, wife, you job to my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at this conversation now. I've got to go do this. Spud, thank you, man. Thank you. Congratulations, brother. Wow. Um, back to Renee Michelle. Holy shit. Hi, Renee. <laughs> right. 
I know we got to let you go too because we've already kept you for way longer than yes. we said we would. But like seriously, too cool, too amazing, too awesome. We can't wait to see you back in this area. Like, yeah, that's the other thing. Let me let's put over MCW. Can you just tell everybody like what the MCW experience meant for you? Is now you've reached this point in your career? Well, um, you know, starting out at MCW, you know, I was very new to the business. If it wasn't for Dan McDevitt, who is the owner of MCW, I wouldn't be where I am as of today. You know, he was definitely like a father figure to me in wrestling. And for that, I am forever grateful and thankful, you know, that I met such a great man like him. And, of course, with everyone, the rest of, you know, the MCW family. Um, RJ RJ and Dean, you know, the Bruiser and Dean, they definitely pushed me to my limit, I, just as well as Joey Mercury, uh, well, Joey Matthews. Right. So they always want to see me perform to my very best. They try to push me to my full potential, and they don't treat me any different than the guys, you know. <laughs> so That's awesome. They're definitely strict when it comes in regards of their training. Well, it's worked. I mean, I know that much. It's worked not just for you, but for a never-ending list of uh, of people that have gone on to do amazing things in their careers. And it's just so cool to see you joining that group. Renee, what can we plug for you? Um, social media, T-shirts, anything. What can we plug for you? Oh, yeah. You could definitely get my shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees. You could definitely follow me on my Instagram, which is LadyRM, or my Twitter, which is one Renee Michelle, as well as Facebook. Awesome. Um, I cannot tell you enough how excited we are for you and for what's coming next. It's, you're an amazing performer. It's been a thrill to watch you every time you've come through this area. We hope to have you back in this area sometime soon. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm sure she will be. I'll let Sean handle that. <laughs> I'll let Sean handle that. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and if you want to uh, drag along your lesser half, yeah, you know. I mean, we'd we'd put up with him if we had to, but but we per- oh, back, back for one more. Uh oh, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with Renee Michelle. Like she went into the Mayon Classic, it's great, but she lost in round one, so I'm going to marry to a loser. So it's ridiculous. I, I don't want nothing to do with We're not doing better than this. I know that much. We're not doing better than this. Hey, you should follow Spud, too, on Twitter, at Rockstar Spud. We should probably do that as well, because yeah, he's awesome. Right. Former Jesus. X Division I champion. Spud on Instagram. This is all about me now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, we love you both. Uh, you're incredible. We thank you so much. And we seriously, in big-time congratulations. We couldn't be happier for the both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, holy crap. We owe Sean Creedle an apology. Yeah, yeah you do. Oh, my By God. By the way, my get. I know. I'm we're, 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 we're acknowledging that that was you. You, Thank you. You. I thought you were going to fail us. Well, I thought well we're giving gonna... you credit for Renee Michelle. Rockstar Spud. No, 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 no. I get credit for <laughs> both. Right, that right, was a two-for-one right. special. No, right he's got all a point. Right, I'll, I'll get... Honestly, Thank you. I apologize. I can't believe I Whoa. had anything negative to say about you. Frankly, I can't believe that anyone would have ever had anything negative to say about you, Sean Creedle. That's Not what anyone no. ever have to say. Wait. What, what, who is this? What the hell just happened? What, what's Kevin Eck doing in the jobbing out zone? Well, I just happened to be walking by the uh, palatial offices of Press Box here. Right. And uh, did I hear right that someone was actually putting over Sean Cradle? Well, he did just get us Renee Michelle and Rockstar Spud on the show. 
You know, Glenn, you and I have always been cool. I, I'd like to think so. Aaron, yeah, not so much. Uh, Glenn and I, Glenn and I have always been cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So why you would bring a Jaybrone like Sean Cradle into the outside? <laughs> I don't know. Because everyone knows that's ever listened to MCW Pro Wrestling on the streaming device. That's right. It's available. It's the, available. What's the name of that app? What's the name of the the the, the Rage TV. Rage TV. <laughs> I should have had that better. Anyone prayer. who's ever listened to it knows that Sean Cradle is the most biased, most horrible announcer. Always mm. has something horrible to say about the Ectorod. Which is ridiculous. Which the, is ridiculous. The, Three-time yep. MCW Tag Team Champions. Two-time MCW yeah. Tag Team of the Year. Yeah. Yet he never misses an opportunity to disparage the Ectorage and myself. And I'm a little bit insulted and appalled. You know what? And I, pissed off, quite frankly. I, I, I hear uh, numbers. Sean Cradle is in this building. You know what? I owe you an apology. You do. Kevin, this is on. This is on, Well, actually, you know no, what? You don't. This was This was actually Aaron's idea. No, whoa, whoa. Oh, this is AJ. It, no, blame AJ it for was. AJ. If it wasn't <laughs> right. for AJ, Sean would not be on I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to do the right thing here. Sean, would you like to respond? Why would you say I'm biased? I'm not biased. I tell him like it is. I call it right down the middle. Does he? Does he, Kevin? No. Yes! No. Does You've he? had it out for me since day one when I came into MCW, and I get it. It's jealousy. Uh-huh. I get it. You would love was, to do what I've done. You would love to be show. where I've been. Go to WWE. I, I get it. I get it. I get show? the jealousy. Yeah, it's something he, I've had to put up with my entire career. He got fired, though. Oh! Oh! oh. You see? I'm just saying. That did, you what? see? This it's is exactly record. what I'm talking about. Any intelligent man knows there's a difference between being fired and being laid off due to budget cuts. Sean, you should know this more than anyone because I'm sure you've been fired many times from your job as a greeter at Walmart, working at a gas station, digging a ditch, all those things that you've done. Yeah, now what you got? You know, that was completely unfair, Kevin. Throw the protest line at him. Yeah, well... This is a promo, Sean. Come on. What? Oh, what? Am I, am I Roman now? <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. I'm back. Is yeah. that what you're trying I, to say? I'm, exactly. I'm spitting gold like John Cena, motherfucker. Oh, listen to him. I mean, what are you, you going to do? I mean, obviously, we're going to bring it up, so you're going to talk about the Garage, which does not exist anymore. Because hey. dirty money on the bigger hey. and better it got, things. It got better. It improved. How did it improve? Hey. You lost the best thing you had. No, it's addition by subtraction. Oh, okay. okay. It's an easy concept. We got rid of the dead weight, which was dirty money. Who got pinned in the match between the Guns for Hire and the Ectorod? That's irrelevant. It, you, it was dirty money. You win as a team and but, you lose as a no, team. That's not, how this works, right? No, no, no. When dirty money is, is laying down looking at the lights, two big matches in a row, which is what happened, no, you don't lose as a team. Dirty money lost and Dropping dirty money's gone mm. because of that. Dropping the dead weight, which if MCW, the powers that be, had any sense at all, any business shot. acumen, they would get rid of you and put uh-huh. somebody on color or play-by-play, whatever it is that you do, and, and you know it would be much better. Yeah, I've been fired twice, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, third time hopefully will be the charm. Listen, 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 listen. I've been there for 15 years, all right? I've seen them come. And you are any better today than you were 15 years ago. (laughs) You know. If anything, you're worse. Oh, really, Kevin? Talk up how Dirty's going to win at the next event. Thank you. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. Just like he won at the last event, 
Dirty's going to beat of Eric Chapel no. again. If you are you blind? Did you not see that it was a fast count oh, at the last at the blame last Blame the referee. No, it's just it's just is what blame it is. Everybody it else is except for the person in the mirror. Chapel Chapel got his shoulder up before the count of three. But what? Let, you know, we don't talk about winners and losers. To me, the winner is the guy who walks out on his own power, and the loser is the guy oh. left in the ring licking his wounds. Now, who walked out on their own power and who didn't at the last show? Please answer the question. That's not the point. That's it is irrelevant. the point. No, it's not irrelevant. Eric Chappell walked out. After his shoulders were down for three seconds. Well, we just established they weren't. They were down for two and a half <laughs> seconds. Okay? But fine. We, you know, look, I'm working on getting it stricken from the record book. My, my attorneys are in touch with Dan and wrestle the John Jones, buddy. <laughs> So we'll get that stricken. But look, we're going to take care of business September the 30th. Yes. Eric Chappell will not only once again walk out while Dirty Money lays it. A loser. Lays, no, this time he's walking out a winner. And look, Eric Chappell is always a winner. Why? Because he is standing next to me. Kevin Eck, the creative <laughs> genius. Anyone associated with me is a winner. I took some Jay Byrne. What, what was his name? Mitch? Mitch somebody oh, or other? Yeah, Mi- Here's yeah. a guy, curtain jerking, couldn't even get on a show. I took him, and what happened? He immediately started winning matches. Okay. Somehow, yes. Rest. But then he lost one, and I, and I told him to hit the bricks. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I don't associate with losers. That's why you got to oh. stay away from Sean. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. You got to stay away from losers like Sean. Eric Chappell will win. Sean, look, you've known me for so long. You know yes. I've always got a plan B. Okay? Maybe Chappell technically came out on the short end last time. You don't think I have a plan going into September 30th? Who always wins? Uh, well, it's f- the person that, that is with me. In the end, we may mm. lose, we may have setbacks, but we're always the winners well, in the end. Wait, I'm glad you brought that up because let's talk about what has happened to you in the last, what, six months. You lost your tag team, the Guns for Hire, who, by the way, went on to defeat your other tag team, the Ectorage, to win the MCW Tag Team Championship. And then, oh, by the way, the Ectorage doesn't exist anymore. You so you, you, you okay, had four go. of the strongest guys in the history of MCW Pro Wrestling, and now you're down to I one. You're holding on by a thread, Kevin. And I don't know, man. The last time you were holding on by a thread, you kind of lost your job. Sean, I'll be in MCW long after you're gone and forgotten about. Trust me. I'll be there as long as I want to be. I may not want to be there much longer. I don't know. Maybe I'll get tired of slumming after I've worked in the big leagues, after I've booked WrestleMania with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Now I'm sitting here talking to you. That is, I, I love that how is you quite keep a, throwing this up in our face. That is quite a come down. But look, you mentioned the guns for hire. All right, let's talk about them. Who are the guns for hire? Paul Jordan and Bill Collier. What were they doing before they were the guns for hire? I'll tell you. They were doing nothing. nothing. They were standing around backstage at MCW. Nobody knew what to do with them. I saw them. I put them together. I named them the guns for hire. I made them everything that they are. They are champions because of me, because they would have never even been a team if not for me. So the way I look at it, I manage the current MCW tag team champions and the Shit. former tag team. I have two sets of tag team champions. Yeah. Wow. You have. That's great, considering there are no championship belts in your stable at all. Just first, I don't have a stable. I, I'm not, you don't. You have one guy. This isn't a. <laughs> you have one dude. I'm not a farmer. The, I don't the, work. A, the number four. four the top There's no four. You stable. got the fourth one. If anything, you. If anything, call it what it is. Call it a faction. All right. This is not 1970s wrestling, Sean. Let's get up to speed here a little bit, can we? Oh, okay. So, look, what, what are you, Eric Chappell's advocate? Uh, you. Advocate's a good word. Advocate's a good word. In fact, maybe you should look at your own website, mcwwrestling.com, under the roster. Why did I bring I am there up? as an yeah. advocate. Yeah. Do you even watch your own product? Do you even go on your own website? Did you win Advocate of the Year this year? 
I don't care about no, winning popularity no, contests. Oh. No, because oh. you know what? Who was it? I believe that was wasn't that Andy Weinberg? I think that was Andy Weinberg. I don't. That care. means Andy Weinberg up here, Kevin Eck down here. You could say whatever you want. I don't care about winning. Pop- you know why I don't win Advocate of the Year? It's because those people legitimately hate me. I don't go around. I don't go around. You know, trying to push T-shirts to guys and calling them my army of Ectorage people and going on Facebook. And I don't do that stuff. Campaigning for votes because I don't need that. I don't need that to massage my ego to take a little ninety-nine cent plaque that says advocate of the year and put it on my office. I don't need that. So no, even if I were to win that award, I would throw it back in the fans' faces because look, I've said it many times. If you're not with us, you don't matter. And if you are with us, you still don't matter that much, okay? Yeah, but you're one guy away from not mattering at all. What are you going to do? Are you going to grow the Actorage again? Who's going to listen to you? Because right now, Bill Collier, Paul (laughs) Jordan. Dirty money have all left. Who's going to listen to me? Anyone that wants to be a success in this business or be a champion. You can work with a guy who has worked with Vince McMahon, Triple H, John Cena. You go right on down. The Rock. Okay. You ever heard of him? him? He's doing all right. These are the people that I associate with. Why is he doing doing all right? Because of this guy. You want me to get my cell phone out right now and show you that I got Triple H on speed dial? Or Triple H to you because you're a mark. Okay, he's Paul to me. Oh, excuse me. He's talking about Plan B here. Who's the master of Plan B? Paul never had an Academy Award winning movie like me. There's a Plan B, Plan (laughs) C, Plan D. You should know by now to never bet against me or the Ectorage. You ask me, is the Ectorage still a thing? As long as I'm around, it is the Ectorage. The Ectorage wasn't just dirty money and Eric Chappell. The Ectorage is Kevin Eck and whoever I choose to associate myself with. Eric Chappell was the first person brought into the Ectorage. True. Okay? And he, he always was the Ectorage. Dirty money was living off of us, pretty much. He was like a leech. He was a, a sponge, a parasite. We let Dirty come along and share in our success. Dirty's gone. After September 30th, you will probably never even hear of Dirty Money. And look, I don't even call him that stupid. He's Jermaine, okay? He's oh, just Jermaine to me. Jermaine, go back, do your, do, 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 your, do your Zumba or your whatever classes it is that you teach. Stay away from the squared circle. Let men like Eric Chappell. Does he ever stop? You can say we're dealing with it September 30th, a tribute to the legends. Thank you. I can September 30th. Thir- if you want me to handle it all for you, I can handle it all well, for you. Well, I mean, you were screaming it from the back of the room, so yeah. I mean, I could do it for I you used, if you want. Used to that. I am used to that. Here, we can end it this way, too. Sean's also a Jets fan. <laughs> the really? worst team you in the, the, worst team in the <laughs> National <laughs> Football League. Of course he is. The Jets, losers, just like. Sean Cradle, loser. When's the last time the Jets won a Super Bowl? When's the last time they were in a Super Bowl? That's it. That's it. You got nothing. Mic drop. You're dead. You're dead. Really? It's Who's over. your team again? You just died. Who's my team? Yeah. My team is the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, have two Super Bowls. <laughs> liar. Yeah, she is a Ravens fan. Yeah, right. You're supposed to agree with me. I'm going to end your misery right now. I'm ending your misery. You just got your ass handed to you. You just got your ass handed to you. I try, I'm trying to be nice here. I'm trying to be Why? diplomatic. Why? Well, because, because if he's not nice, then you accuse him of being a heel. Come on, Glenn. Why don't you stop trying to be nice and be good at your goddamn job right. for a change? Look, I just want you to get better. Look, I'm associated with MCW, so I want the product to be good. So, Sean, step up your game because right now you, you're okay, like – Is uh, this the part where I should say that this is exactly what we need out of Kevin Eck and Eric Chappell? And we need you guys to step up your game, all right? Because you're this close to being irrelevant. That's where you are. You know what? Right now, you're on the 30th. 
You guys are gone. You're on what a are you level. Do from there, you're on a level. You're going to lose like, two times the dirty money. What was the dude that said Jeff Harvey was Adam Lee? Mike Adam. Mike Mike Adam, Adam Lee. Lee. I am not on Adam. I'm you're right. You couldn't carry Adam Lee's <laughs> jockstrap. You'd have to work hard and improve a lot just to suck as much as Mike Adam. You walked into that one, Sean. <sighs> Yeah, you want you want to tap out? You want to just go ahead and tap out? Don't now? agree with him. Don't you agree with him. This is not about me and Kevin Eck. All right, you got it's a lot. It's definitely not deal about with. you. It's definitely not about you. You have a lot to deal with, my friend, and that happens on September thirtieth. And tribute to legends. Thank you. You should probably promote it better. I am trying to if you with the convention in, in the morning. Yes, tribute to the legends, which features, by the way. Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, former Universal Champion, used to from work this with him. Used to work with him at, M- at uh, WCW. Yep, knew oh, Bill very well. Oh, have been name, have actually no. been at his house in Dawsonville, oh, Georgia. So let me guess: Are, is he going to campaign and do something with Bill Goldberg? No, Goldberg needs me a lot more than I need him. <laughs> what? No, I'm not going to let him get the rub off of me. He was actually on WrestleMania this year. Where were you? I've booked WrestleMania multiple times. Oh. He just took this one off. Oh, he took this one off. Okay. He'll be back at 34. Is that what you're telling me? Hey, it's in New Orleans. Better city. You didn't want to deal with Orlando. Come on. Orlando didn't suck. I will agree with that. Anything else? Anything else? Do you want to try? you just embarrassed? No. Just get your tickets to watch the humiliation (laughs) of Kevin Eck live at the MCW Arena. And as a public service announcement, let me just say, you should get MCW Rage TV, but do yourself a favor. Always watch it with the sound turned down because Sean Cradle... Sucks. I've called it like it is. You're just jealous. That's all. Kevin Eck, I'm so sorry we we, we made you <laughs> suffer through this. I'm so sorry that we put you through this. You are far better than this. You deserve better. We next time we will make sure we have everything taken care of and we will keep him away from you. Okay. Appreciate it. Clint. Thank you. I think you violated his rider, Kevin Eck. Kevin Eck, a far better man. Well, I mean, I, I tried to give you a compliment. I hate you all. Just for the record, Sean. Look, I, we we were pra- I, singing your praises. He walked in. Kevin I, Eck just stormed. I'm in not you. going to insult a guest. I would never insult a guest of any kind. You let him walk in and take over the show. That's what he no. does. That's what he did in MCW. No, he has clout when oh. he shows up here. He has when, when, majority. H-A-D. When the, when the Rock shows up to WWE shows, they don't make him, you know, file the paperwork. He just walks and does what he wants. That's because he's the Rock. That's not the, what, is that the Eck or something that just walked I mean, in? That, I that, mean, he like the thinks he is I, the Eck. I would start I, showing I, him I some I remember when he had the Eck on his tights, but it was humiliating. <laughs> don't make me bring that up, Kevin. Why didn't you do that when he was here. I forgot about yeah, that. Way to go. Yeah. We all forgot about that match. Him and Peter Schmuck. Yeah. That match oh. is available. Oh. That match is available on MCW. He, he, he debuted the KO during that, right? Yes, he did. Oh, my God. I can't believe that was ever a thing. But that was actually pretty great. It was actually pretty great. Yeah. All right. Again, if the, the point of all of that was that you should go check out MCW Tribute to the Legends on September 30th with an amazing group of superstars who will be there throughout. I mean, just an uh, unreal... You, you mentioned Goldberg, the Steiner brothers. Both, yes. Yeah. Scott and Rick Christian? Steiner. Yeah, no, it's Scott and Rick. Yeah, so people are like, which one did you get? No, we got both of them. I, I believe Christian's part of it. Christian, yes. That is the real Christian, former World Heavyweight Cri- Champion. Christian Cage? Yes. Oh, that that's a good... Who, who else you got? Uh, who else we got? Jillian Hall. Jillian Hall's a good name. Uh, Grandmaster Sexay. I don't know about that one. What about oh, Fra- Francine? Who against Grandmaster Sexay? We got Scotty real- too. Sky too hot. He carried him. Come on. Oh God! All right. Wow, really? Yeah, that's I right. Really I said it. Right. I said it. Francine, I believe, uh, is on the list. Yes, that is correct. 
uh, Rosemary I saw was going to be on. We know more about this than you do. I know. Tony Atlas will be on the show, too. Yeah. Henry A.O. Godwin. Uh, Henry Godwin. Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Gary Michael Capetta. Colonel Robert Parker. Way better manager than Kevin Eck, by the way. Oh. Oh. Easy over there. Bro. Easy over there. It's, you show Kevin Eck some respect. Colonel Parker. Show him some respect. Uh, Madison Rain will be there. Uh, and everybody's favorite, Virgil. That's right. <laughs> Virgil. Well, that's because it's a convention. It's a convention uh, right, involving he, wrestling. Of course, pay, Virgil is a table to put up, bro. Are you, but are you putting don't, it? Don't in, hate the brother. I'm not. You, no. Real quick, are you putting the table inside the convention or just outside the front door? <laughs> it's actually inside. No, that's the a mistake. That's is, a wait, wait, wait. Is is the banner going to be there? The banner. You know what's better than the banner, though? The match. We, you know, he always plays his match with DiBiase. And it's on VHS, <laughs> and, and it is on loop. I don't know how – on that TV-VCR combo, it is awesome. That is amazing. I know. He's going to kill me when he sees me. That is Virgil, amazing. Virgil, it's awesome. Oh, my God. Well, that uh, that was not how we planned the third no, segment. Now, MCWProWrestling.com, get your tickets. Tickets available at the door. Get there early. Goldberg, 11 a.m. I cannot stress that enough. Goldberg, 11 a.m. And then, of course, the show will be that night. Yes. The convention during the day, then the show is at night. Yes. Do you need two different tickets? Actually, no, we have two different things. So you can get just a ticket to the convention or a ticket to the show or a ticket, ticket to, to both. both. Okay, yes. very good. You can find all that at uh, mcwprowrestling.com. Or on their Facebook page. Very good. Uh, at Sean Creedle on yes, Twitter. at Sean Creedle on Twitter. Give him a follow. Uh, uh, give me a follow and follow... Jim Ross, too, at JR's BBQ. How Very, about that? Do that. Do that. Like He's he, always like plugging he needs, me, so like, I figure I plug him. Yeah, but like once. he needs us to put him over. No, Jesus I, Christ. Hey, man. That's, yeah. the, that's the goat. You like wrestling? You should follow Jim Ross. <laughs> Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOC. The show's on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Uh, the, uh, Baltimore, or the Gmail. Yeah, there's that. Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. <laughs> Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone. I don't know, Sean. You getting anyone for the Baltimore Sun? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. wow. Just, just give your high effort wrestling interviews, Baltimore Sun. Thanks, uh, really? thank, thanks to AJ. I'm, like, I'm just take that job. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> thanks to AJ for checking in earlier at AJ Francis 410. Pick up OTA if you have not yet. It's, uh, it's great. It's really, really good. Pick I feel bad for AJ missing that interview. Oh, my God, right? How cool would that have been? Thanks. A huge thanks again to uh, Renee Michelle, who's awesome, and to Rockstar Spud. Thanks for Kevin Eck for coming in and hanging out. Don't uh, thank Kevin Eck. Well, he was great. He was a waste of he time really, and a waste of air. He really picked things up for us. When, I can't uh, wait to call him getting his ass kicked on the 30th. <laughs> and thank you to you, Sean. I, I will yeah, say thank oh. you. Yes, thank you to you. You, uh, you delivered. When we thought you might not, when you thought you were going to let us down. I always deliver. You ended up delivering. We thank appreciate you. that. Go And go support MCW as well, big time. Thank you. At Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com is my website. For uh, the entire gang, for Aaron, for Sean, and for the main event, vent, 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 v